to see the demon in you doesn't wanna come out and play. I can see the demon in you doesn't wanna come out and play. Everybody say fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Hey, fuck this Everybody shit. say fuck this shit. What's going down? Welcome back to the Fuck This Shit Podcast. It's your boy Dre back again. We got friend of the podcast, Xavier Jones, back in the building. What's happening, Kim Folk? How you living? Oh, man, you know I'm always good. You know I'm always good. We start the podcast the same way each and every week. Thank y'all for taking the time out to listen to this motherfucker. Uh, y'all already know, man. The stuff for you to do is in the show notes. If you ain't following social media and shit, it's a link. You can click that. You can follow those. You know what I'm saying? If you want to pay a little extra bread to get the episodes early and help a nigga stop slaving for the white man in the name of this good Juneteenth, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can subscribe for the $5. It's a link for that, too. It's a wish list. You can just buy me a Juneteenth present. You know what I'm saying? Let the church and I ain't, I'm, I'm real. My wish list... It got some it got some shit for four dollars, got some shit for forty dollars, got some shit for two hundred dollars. Some of y'all might have some deep ass pockets. You never know. You never receive if you don't ask. <laughs> Let the church say amen. My nigga. And uh it's a phone number. You can call, you can leave voicemail. I'll play the voicemail, react to the voicemail. You know what I'm saying? Regular shit. What's going down, my boy? How you been? Man, uh adjusting. You know, I just um I just made the the transition, the official transition to civilian life again uh, at the end of last month. So I'm like two, three weeks in. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, chilling. How's uh, how's that adjustment been? Uh, uh, what's the word for it? There's a, a learning curve with the medicinals that y'all, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That y'all indulging in now. You know what I, mean? I gotta, <laughs> I gotta catch up. But um, I. Uh, on a real note, uh, there is that, but um, I was going, I felt like military active duty was so fast paced for so long, like six years. I just felt like I just got done with like a sprint. Now I'm like, ooh, okay, let me catch my breath. And, you know, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. I mean, that's a good look, though, man. Sometimes it's cool to be in a position where you can do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just even if it's just for a short time, being able to do that at all, man, like taking a break from always having to be accountable to someone other than yourself yeah you know what i'm saying like and it's like it would be nice to be able to just have a job but you have to give a fuck about your job at least to a small amount yeah to, you gotta go yeah to not get fired you gotta give the, the, the fuck to a certain degree minimum you gotta at least minimum give not fired amount of fucks if you want to not be out here begging yeah so you know to be able to take a little bit of time to kind of reset focus on your own shit or whatever and uh you know that's 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 the win how things are your end i uh just had father's day on me yeah shout out to the all the homies out here man molding the next generation yeah, yeah, yeah. We out here. I didn't. I earned. I earned this ball here, my brother. <laughs> raising these daughters. 
<laughs> you, ain't got, you ain't got a dad joke off top, though? No. I'm, uh, <laughs> I had my first kid when I was 16. I don't do dad jokes. I show up to the PTA, you know what I'm saying? Obviously high, but not smelling like weed. Like, just responsible enough. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? They like, that nigga eyes red as fuck. It's like, nigga, mind your business, nigga. Ain't you here for your kid? I'm present. Fucking loser. PTA, PTA means give me anxiety. You know what I'm saying? But I got to be present. I can't be present if I'm anxious. So I got to, nah, you feel me? So I got to medicate. Yeah. Yeah, I feel what you're saying. I be in the choir. You know, my daughter don't do cool shit neither. Like, she's cool. And the shit be cool once you get there. But it's not conventionally cool shit. So it's like, if you the dad who's showing up to the basketball games, to the AAU games, and it's like, oh, her daddy high. Like, don't nobody at the AAU game give a fuck. Yeah. Did you pay your dues? <laughs> yeah. You feel what I'm saying? She used to have a, uh, she used to be in competitive cheer. And it's like a, the team was like a black owned team, mm. which sounds good on his face. It was a black owned scam. But regardless, in that, in that realm, they weren't really looking at me crazy. <laughs> Why are people got to do this like this? Fam, I, I had just moved out here. I had been in Houston for shit, not a year. And my daughter's like, I want to do cheer. And I don't even know how this scam found me. I don't know what, but it's like, oh, it's this competitive cheer team. Oh, a girl who lived in our apartments was on the team. And it's probably a pyramid scheme. They probably gave her <laughs> something off her exorbitant ass fucking fees so she could recruit my daughter for fake cheer. And this is why I say it's fake cheer, bro. Aside from the fact that they was having to stay in hotels and they called them stay to play. Like you have to stay in the hotel that we book or else your child can't compete, which felt scammy as fuck to me. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like some uh, record label uh, Barry Gordy shit. It felt a whole lot like y'all gonna get your rooms for free long as you can get this many rooms booked, so you gonna try and drop threaten the parents. But whatever, whatever, right? Aside from the fact that that shit and the hotels was always raggedy, they sent us to hotels where there is definitely some $40 vagina in that motherfucker. They peddling pussy at the fucking hotel that they putting us in for competitive cheer. Can I say Cheap shout out pussy. To, shout out to all the uh the hoes that had Father's Day sales yesterday. <laughs> Yo, listen, well then it was $20 at that hotel <laughs> for Father's Day because it was not no bro. That shit was they had us going to trash hotels, but the girls was everywhere they went they was like oh they got first place they got first place they got first place right so it's like oh dang whatever yeah but me and my daughter is kind of like thinking how are they getting first place they not that good we're watching the other teams we're watching everybody compete we're like they're not the best team that we've seen yeah I go look up the actual breakdown of the scoring. All these teams are competing 
in different groups against each other and like all these like random different subdivisions, right? Mm-hmm. Why every tournament they was taking our girls to, they was intentionally placing them in a group where no other teams were in. So that, it was just a bunch of exhibitions. Nigga, we was playing against ourselves getting first place. Nah, that's wild. Paying hundreds of dollars monthly. Hello. Mm. Nah, they gonna do a 30 for 30 about that shit. That shit. <laughs> nah, nigga, they gonna do a uh oh damn, what's the fucking show? Oh, I can't even think about it, bro. One of them expo, they gonna do a 2020 about that motherfucker. It's gonna be an expose. They line, oh yeah. Nah, uh Barbara Walters still she's still in the game. She still out you. I think she dead, bro. Fuck. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking like I because I was thinking Betty White for sure. I knew she was gone, but I want to be like I gotta look. Barbara Walters, I think she did. Born nineteen twenty nine. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She died December thirtieth. She did. Rest in peace. It's so me, my my whole family does this. By the way. We talk about death and dead people, real, you know, callous almost. Not the way niggas is used to. I I, I think it's, uh, I I feel like, I don't don't know what your like personal dialogue with like death and the concept of it is, but I kind of came to terms with it like young. So now it's just like, it's, it's the one thing we all share in common. So it's like, why not like laugh at it and find the humor in it? You know exactly, bro. Niggas die every day, b. Nah, facts, man. Uh, what's the name? Uh, Alpo got killed. Rico, you know what I'm saying? Ain't that the nigga that said that? Was that paid in full? He is the one who said that, Rico, and he did, and he did get. No, he didn't get killed. That's what it is. That's why I was stopping. He didn't get killed. He got jammed up, and he took all the time. Oh, yeah, kill yeah, Mitch, yeah. though, bitch ass nigga. I mean, damn. All right, boy. Uh, but yeah, man, we said all that. I don't know how we went from that from Father's Day, but uh, <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that's what I've been on, man. I spent Father's Day with my kid. Well, with my my youngest, my sixteen year old, is in Oklahoma with her mama right now. Uh. uh. I feel yeah. So how how is it the, like the scoring? Like, cause I'm I'm trying to think. Like, uh, I don't know. Sports like that are weird to me. Like, I don't know how they score diving. You know what I'm saying? Or like gymnastics for real. Like, is it a, is it a sticking like of like movements? It's like I don't know. It's like I don't know. Don't let me lie to you, bro. I just <laughs> went paid the money. Like when you got kids of your own, you understand. Yeah, you dad, bro. You supposed to be present and you supposed to pay. It's the two P's yeah. of, of, of fatherhood. Presence <laughs> and payment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I've learned uh so far having my two kids. They want you there, they want you to pay. Everything else is a bonus. If you paying super attention and absolutely know everything that's going on, they'll be enthralled. They'll love it. But they never going to be like, Dad, you weren't even paying attention, were you? They ain't even going to care. Nigga, I was there, bro. You know? I pulled up. That was me. I pull up every time. 
<laughs> I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. On the schedule, and once I learn the scheduling and how it works, that's that'll determine how on time I am. Yeah. If it's some shit where it's gonna get full fast, these 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 some of Dre's parenting tips. If you go into something where it's gonna get real full fast, and you're gonna end up with like horrible seats if you don't get there a little early, then get there early, right? If you're dealing with a, a director or teacher that's always late though. And seating's not an issue. Show up late. The fuck? What you want to sit around looking at all these other parents complaining? Because they be miserable. These other parents be miserable. Don't be miserable. Don't let them get it on you. And you know you don't like them anyways. You don't like them anyway. I ain't going to say that. It'd be something cool. I don't know. I don't know. How how is that? How is that? uh, I'm too much younger. I don't know. They all old to me. When I go to Bree shit, Bree 16, I'm 33, bro. Her friend's parents be 50 than a motherfucker, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Look, and she go to a really diverse school, bro. They don't even be 50 and black. It be black people, but it's like a lot of first generation 50 year olds in there. Yeah. From across the globe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we ain't vibing, bro. You just, yeah, yeah. That's why you got to medicate again. It makes you anxious. You know what I'm saying? You know, got to. Right. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, G. Uh, I suppose we can start getting into the news. I didn't really have nothing for what I'm calling grown up news. That I was gonna do. I hadn't compiled enough to really even fuck with the segment. I was gonna let it go. But then you brought up the fact that you know me and the alien community <laughs> have our little eh, y'all have some static. Y'all have some static. You know. Well, because I'm a leading authority on extraterrestrials. <laughs> Dre deGrasse Tyson. Oh me. <laughs> Dre deGrasse Tyson. See, I don't know. I don't know if you're aware, but uh, I sometimes look at the stars and I dream of being a star. I went to Almore West where we were the stars. Shout out A-Dub. Shout out A-Dub. So I am literally an astrophysicist. Anything to do with space, the moon, and definitely aliens. I know everything about. So don't take the shit I say lightly. It ain't no joke. When I tell you that the aliens want to stick a probe in your asshole so that they can get all your information and that they're going to track you down because you got that vaccine. And they're going to sell it to TikTok. Because TikTok is the, you know what? I'm gonna let it go. But I just before I read the story, I just needed people to know that I'm the leading authority on aliens. Matter of fact, don't call them that. Aliens is akin to Indians, extraterrestrial beings. Don't fucking slander the. Yeah, we got to get politically correct with the with the uh, extra the ET community. Bro. You know what I mean? 
I'll never get over the fact that they, no, we, we don't even got it. Anyway, they they saying so. I don't know if you brought. I don't know if you knew this when you brought this up. But did you see that? Uh, Las Vegas is saying that they got them. They got them as a UFO. No, I didn't see that. All right. Now, now listen. First of all, it's the police that said this, so it's probably not true. Wait, time out, time out. Them niggas, them niggas, the them niggas. Hell no, them niggas found an alien, but couldn't figure out who shot Tupac. The same police department. <laughs> Maybe this in truth, <laughs> it was probably the alien that did shoot Tupac. That's how they found him. Because they, let's read the article, because this may have been a part of the investigation. Said a viral video is making the rounds right now showing a UFO appearing on a police body cam footage in the ensuing investigation. The clip came out in April, but it's just beginning to pick up steam with a wider audience on social media. Here's a breakdown of what we know about the video. Police in Las Vegas, Nevada got multiple reports of an unidentified flying object or unidentified aerial phenomenon. See, y'all didn't know. That's what they're calling them now. They UAPs now. They not UFOs. Y'all on some old shit. Again, I knew that. But shout out Kiki Palmer. That's how I found out. Real one. But side note, what do you think about that movie? Um, it it didn't hit me the first time the way the other two did, but it, the second time, like it grew on me. Like I, I'll. Oh, I'll, you rewatched it? Yeah. Perhaps I'll rewatch it because uh, the other ones I liked much better. That one I was like, mm, this is weird. The plot twist and Get Out caught me. The one in Us was crazy too. And then Us visually for me, just like something Us. about that and yeah. all that. Yeah. The niggas who say they don't like Us. <sighs> niggas. Anyway. Uh Unidentified aerial phenomena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the night of April 30th, the early morning hours of uh, May 1st, one officer even caught this strange flying phenomena on his body cam. It was so shaken that he contacted his fellow police to let them know. Right now, this clip is making the rounds along with the report by local CBS News affiliate. The report shows another police officer responded to an emergency call uh, to a local residence uh, where a family claims they saw two figures in their backyard, both between eight and 10 feet tall. So these niggas. All right, Victor Wimbignana better watch out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what if the niggas really just came down because they want to hoop? They like the draft coming up. They about to be on some like beep, boop, 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 boop. I've been training my son for years. Beep, beep. I they guess those be. are robots, not aliens. But see, y'all ain't know that robots are aliens. Alien robots. Extraterrestrial. What you say? They're gonna be on some monster shit, bro. They're gonna. I'm, it's gonna be just like Space Jam. Nah, real talk, bro. We reading the story and they talking about it's an eight and a ten foot figure in their backyard. The NBA draft is in a few days. Monstars isn't the craziest assumption that a motherfucker could come up with. That's all I'm saying. Going number five overall uh, from 
from uh the, that neutron star eight <laughs> twelve billion light years away. <laughs> Bibble. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Okay, hold on. Let's see what else they saying. Uh, let's see. The officer is quick to link the two stories uh, and begin looking for more details. His body cam shows him stopping other residents to ask them if they seen any strange lights in the sky or unusual figures on the ground. Later, the Las Vegas Police Department told reporters that there have been multiple sightings of UFOs on the night. The body cam that caught the UAP in real time seemed to show an amorphous glowing green shape, though the resolution of the camera made it difficult to tell where it was in relation to the other subjects on the screen. Of course, it got low resolution on the police body cam. They trying to make sure that you can't really see what happened. Facts. She bitch in the ass, didn't it? You right. say what? What's the secret? You when you get out of get out of the fucking uh, academy, the first thing they do is tell you to rub a little dirt on your body cam. I'm like, what's this for us? It's for good luck. I will say they. It sounds like they released their body cam footage a lot faster. Uh, Go ahead, bro. It's your podcast. I'm about to go commit suicide right now. Technical difficulties. You know what I'm saying? We still out here thugging. Though. Happy Juneteenth to the to the yeah yeah to to those who celebrating it in good faith. And happy Juneteenth to those who celebrating it in bad faith. Happy Juneteenth to everybody who ain't had to work today. All right, what's up? All right, we're back. Ah. We down a whole ass uh, iced espresso. It's fine. Got a little bit more left. I'm, I'm not. It's not over. That that's the type of shit. Like if you already having a bad day, that's that's what that's that's what push you over the edge. Fam, listen to me. <laughs> if today wasn't a good day, no podcast today. <laughs> no fucking podcast today. Got the but anyway, can't even do it. I believe you was about to say something about uh, the speed with which they uh, released this body cam footage and the uh, remarkable, right? I didn't know they could. You know what I'm saying that's crazy. Because me, I thought it. I thought it took about uh, what three, four years, some shit like that. You know, I don't know. Hey, bro, they be like, we gotta find it. We gotta, we gotta screen it. We gotta send this to HR. It's gotta go through due process. Yeah. It's gonna be they uh, they seen, redacted, uh, bro. Heavily redacted. They got. They thought they seen an alien. They told this nigga just put it on your Facebook. It's cool. Facts. <laughs> the niggas went live with the body cam. <laughs> with the <laughs> we go IG live and shit, bro. I'm weak right now on TikTok. <laughs> they send the gifts and shit. Hey, send me some flowers. Some catches alien. <laughs> Have you seen the video? Mm. Have you seen this? Uh... Pull this motherfucker up real quick. That's another thing, too. Like, I be so out the loop. Like, I don't. Uh, like, whenever I do podcasts with you, bro, that's how I catch a lot of the shit that's, like, really in the news for real. Unless it's, like, be 
niggas be quick to tell a nigga they be like bro your podcast be the news for a nigga half the time nah for real i'll be like <laughs> that's why i'm like i gotta i gotta be prepared for anything because nigga it could be something about uh uh somebody a crazy woman in texas that admits wild shit. you know what i'm saying we could be talking about the moon they got some uh, uh <laughs> yeah yeah we got everything you need over here we got everything you need over here bro all right hold up I don't know if you speak Spanish there. I don't. Not a word. So hold on. We're going to have to fast forward this because I'm trying to see. Because they trying to say that they see the alien right here. Hold on. Let's see. They say it's right here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't see no alien. Let's see. See if I can find a body cam. But I'm gonna keep it a stack. Fate of the world uh resting upon my eyesight. Don't trust it. So I could be wrong. There very well may be an alien there. I just couldn't see it. You know, I'm not gonna sit up here and pretend like uh I don't agree. Police line, 16 minutes. Oh, yeah, bro. I don't know. So here's the thing. You know how they be. It's going to be a lot of conspiracy videos on here. I'm just trying to see. Did you see them go anywhere? No, you didn't. Did they probably go that way? And I'm sorry, did you see them go anywhere? Yeah, bro. They not showing us what we want to see. Oh, there it is. There it goes. They saying that green thing is the UFO. Yeah. I'm not convinced. I'm, yeah, I'm not one of those people that doesn't think there's aliens out there. I just like, I don't know. I'm going to tell you, there's a few things working against this story. First of all, the primary source is the police. Facts. <laughs> Off top. The, the, the niggas saying we seen it and we sure and we know our law enforcement. So I'm already like, I think you're making it up. Mm. 
Like, I don't think you know at all. Probably, yeah, they're going to say, nah, they're going to, that's going to, that was the most fucked up joke I would ever made. Fuck it, I'm going to say it. They going to, uh, yeah, be chasing the nigga down the street, and they going to be like, he fit the description of the alien. So I shot him. That's what they're going to do. I'm telling you right now. Uh, basically. <laughs> now, I already know. They're going to be like, bro, it's for national security. I did this <laughs> to save the world. I'm really Tom Cruise. Bro, we know y'all playbook now, bro. We know. Yeah, yeah, Here's my other second issue. Aliens ain't afraid of us. All I'm saying is the motherfuckers who figure out how to find and get to the other motherfuckers first ain't gonna get there and be afraid of the motherfuckers. The technology that exists with that people is so like the only reason alien will hide from you is because he didn't want to have to kill you type shit. Right. That's your best case scenario. It's a super friendly ass alien who like, bruh, if this nigga plex me and try and put something in my ass, I'm gonna fuck him up. Because you know they got to think we hostile because they just know us from the outside perspective if they do know us. They know we hostile as fuck. Listen, if they can get all the way here, they know us like they've been watching America or motherfucking Earth, the TV show, for the last 100 million years, bro. They knew they know exactly. Yeah. Well, them niggas got Google. They got Gmail's. I think I saw somebody, uh, uh, one of your, uh, what, what do you call it, contemporaries in astrophysics. He was talking about how. Uh, <laughs> 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 how, like, radio waves, I guess, that the Earth, or we're giving off from Earth, like, they travel, but, um, like, at a certain pace. So, like, basically, like, the oldest ones from when, like, they first started broadcasting and stuff are first. So, like, they could technically, like, if they reach somebody who can, you know, process them or whatever, they could watch in, like, real time, I guess, like, TV broadcasts and shit like that. But, like, it would be basically... It would just be, like, from a long-ass time ago type shit. Yeah. Because the amount of time it would take for the waves to get there. So, if they, like, was watching our TV and then pulled up, they'll be, like, seeing a nigga using a water fountain right after a white man thinking he a super rebel. Like damn! Oh y'all bold, y'all bold. Yeah, yeah. I ain't see that in the movies. Nah, y'all different, bro. They gonna go to an NFL, uh, an NFL banquet or something like that, and they gonna see all these niggas with them white girls on their arm. They gonna be like, oh, oh. we about to see a riot. Yo, it's about to be Tulsa all over again in this motherfucker. Y'all better be careful. No, they definitely, yeah, they definitely going to Vegas, though. That'll be the first stop. I believe that. I ain't going to lie. That'll be an alien's first stop. Bro, that'll be an alien's first stop. I don't believe in, I don't know. I just, again, like you said from the jump, I believe in aliens. I just don't believe that this is how this one played out this time. What do you think our fascination behind finding them is? Because me, I don't want, I don't want to have no contact with nobody who, like you said, can jump through the universe that fast. So, I'll be hoping we don't find the niggas, or they don't find us. Oh, big dog! It's definitely, it's definitely trying to be the nigga who swing first in the fight. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking it is. You think so? And I don't think literally like we gonna see aliens and try and attack them, but 
I would much rather know about some motherfuckers before they know about me. That's all I'm saying. Fair. Fair. Because then they got the drop on you. Oh, the aliens to have the drop on me. I'm just saying, I feel like we a long way. Like if it if it is possible, from what I from what I know about NASA and them, we a long way from like being able to travel that far. They, I mean, listen. If they think it, we'll know whether they think it's safe or not based on the access they give us. Mm. If they like, oh. The first man going uh out of the Milky Way is gonna be a black man. We know that he's gonna like go into a black hole and never come back. Like it's gonna go left. They pretty yeah. sure it's gonna go left. But if if they're sure, it's gonna be some rich white folks. Elon oh, yeah. gonna get on the jet himself. He's gonna be yeah, yeah, he's gonna be on some Tony Stark shit. That's my metric. That's my metric for safety as a black person is do they want me to have it? So it's like whenever the COVID vaccine was coming out, I was like, oh, they not giving it to the African nations is good. Like they don't want black people. They're not they not like giving it away like hotcakes over there. They like, no, nah, if you can't buy one, you can't have one. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's some good shit right there. Let me get to. It's 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 kind of unrelated. And don't don't let me take us too far off topic, but like just like when you brought that point up, it reminded me of like the whole Popeye's chicken shit. And that took me down a whole other rabbit hole when we was fighting over the sandwich. But like like you know how like like I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but shit do be lining up and I'll be like, y'all be giving these conspiracy theorists ammo, cause niggas gonna be like Everybody was fighting over this chicken, and then COVID like happened right after that. I'm like, I know niggas gonna take that shit and run with it. You know what I mean? Like, I what that the chicken sandwiches? What? Like the know. whole swine? Like those people really on some like boondocks? Like uh, swine chicken flu? Oh, shit. the fried chicken? <laughs> yeah, bro. Like I knew niggas was gonna like when when COVID hit right after that chicken. I was like, bro, niggas is really gonna take it there and think it's real. Bro, I forgot about the fried chicken flu episode of the fucking boondocks, bro. I'm over here like, what is this man talking about? I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Them your people, bro. I'm also I'm also uh uh medicated right now too, so I probably got way off topic. It's all right. It's all right, bro. Because I'm not when you're talking about black people, I don't care because I'm like that. I'm like that uh that black girl who was on Dr. Phil with the Candace Owens hair. Oh man! Like I'm not black. I'm not like. <laughs> Yo, the t- no, let me, let me not talk about her. Uh, but uh, this is what I actually had planned, man. I was gonna jump the episode off with this, man. I wasn't even gonna talk about no grown up news, bro. I was going straight into everything is racist, bro. I haven't done everything is racist in a while, but everything is still racist. Then yeah. it bees racist all the time. Yeah. You already know. Did you see the video? A Britney Griner in the airport. Uh, I, is it, wait, I shouldn't laugh. I don't know. No, not, no, it's in, it's in everything is racist, so you're probably not going to love it. You're yeah. not going to be like, oh, it was a funny joke. No, no. They was, okay, so. First off, I've been on, I've been on, I've been on the record saying that the Britney Griner situation is proof that niggas can never be satisfied sometimes. 
Brittany Griner got arrested. She was in Russia. Everybody black on my social media was like, if Joe Biden care about anybody black, he will go get Brittany Griner. Yeah. The moment Brittany Griner got brought back, 80% of the black people on my timeline were like, I mean, but the merchant of death, though, I don't really know how equal a trade that was. And yeah. da, da, da. It's like, fam, what? It's like, I can be the GM of America, bro. It's like, it's like fucking being a Lakers GM. Like, I get LeBron over here. He wants AD. I get AD. And then you like, I mean, I don't know. But for Kuzma and Lonzo and BI, that's kind of steep. It's like, bro, that's how you get fucking Anthony Davis. <laughs> and niggas didn't even to to I, I can't say like I know exactly who the dude was, but from what I got from it, niggas blew way out of proportion of who the man was and what he uh like his capabilities. Like they made it seem like that nigga was really Tony Stark, like he was gonna be making like Iron Man shit. Now he might be that nigga and I just not know. Okay, so to me, it's the war on drugs kind of argument almost, right? Mm. And this is where I say sometimes I think that we don't have, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Like, we don't have consistency in thought in different subjects, right? So if you can see why arresting the biggest drug dealer in your town ain't going to do shit to stop drugs from coming into your town, you can understand how releasing an arms dealer isn't necessarily going to get more guns into the world. Yeah. The reason why he's like the devil is because he did low key provide the weapons that started like a lot of the modern civil wars that you see in Africa, a lot of which have a lot to do with like child soldiers and mm. wild shit like that. But um I mean, he wasn't the one who told them they should be looking for guns, like they still was getting guns after he got locked up, like there. And I'll be so, saying I- that, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know he was out here. You know what I mean? Moving, putting, putting guns in children's hands and shit. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, whatever. But what about Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> they gonna go to that shit every time, bro. Every time. Um, I was gonna read you the story, but since you haven't seen the video, I'm gonna play you the. I'm gonna show you the video first. But yeah, nah, you ain't lying, bro. Like I, but it, it it's always like that. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I feel like it. it we can't agree on anything on social media. You know what I mean? I don't feel like it's like that in real life. But for whatever reason, no one decision gets a unanimous thumbs up. In my opinion, I, I've yet to see it. I mean, that's the world, though. It's to me, it's less about the fact that it's a unanimous thumbs up, and it's like the. I don't know. It, I can't even really explain it. I don't need everybody to agree. It's just the fuck everybody who don't agree with me part of it for me. Mm. All right, but look, here's the here's the actual video. BG, was that was that a fair trade for the merchant of death? I know you kill it on the court, but he kills it in real life. Is it true you had to have sex with Vladimir Putin to get released from Russia, Brit? Get out of the way, dog. Brit. Get out of the way. Brit, is it true you had to... Get out of the way. What about what his doing? wife? What are you doing? I'm trying to talk to Brittany. Hey, Britt. Do you still want to boycott America, Brittany? 
Stop. Get off me. Stop. Stop. I'm weird. Why? She hates America. All right, what about the merchant of death, Fred? Get off me. Get off me. Is that, is that a fair the merchant of death? I know you got on the court. That's just a different angle of the same shit. That guy just fits the archetype, and you know exactly what archetype I'm talking about. Just people that you just like. Yeah, you know. You know, the crazy thing about homie is the first time, the first time I seen this dude, I don't know if you ever seen the video of the dude who's like rapping at the city council meeting. He's like super sweaty and shit. He's like, uh, <laughs> I'm a pimp. I own a blimp. Eat lobster, steak, and shrimp. Uh. Yeah. Uh, I ain't going to lie. I think I played it on the episode of the podcast early on because I ain't going to lie. It was funny as hell. He was speaking. I think it was. <laughs> yeah, it was funny as shit. Yeah. And to find out that he's this dude in real life. I was heartbroken because oh same dude archetype you talking about is yeah same dude the archetype you talking about is piece of shit. I just uh, go ahead. The tension. I don't. I don't know because for me, like the, my first thing was like a. I saw more of an attention, like because everybody does that shit. Not, well, I ain't gonna say everybody, but a lot of people troll in public with a phone in their hand. To, you know what I'm saying? But then I was like. I don't know what I want to really point it at. Like, is it more attention, racism, homophobia? You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's a combination of like all three of those things. And just say yes. And an easy target. She's just, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's all of that. It's literally all of that. And it, it don't even be rooted in nothing. That's the thing that kind of pisses me off the most because if you Britney Griner, bro, you didn't really do shit. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh when the shit first went down, I'm all whack saying that to a degree you gotta know where you at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like and what you could do. But even with that being said, I'm not I'm not above the belief that she may not have had the THC pen at all. Mm. I don't necessarily think that they planted drugs on her, but I know that the United States and Russia are not friendly with each other. So the idea that they would do something like that to cause dysfunction in the United States isn't the craziest thing in the world. Oh yeah, it's not it's not outside the realm possibility at all. Exactly. I didn't even and think it, of, Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying I didn't I, until this moment I hadn't hadn't even thought about that. I was just under the impression that the 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 Punishment definitely didn't fit the crime. And that, that's just where I stood with it. You know what I mean? For sure. They was punishing her for being Britney Griner. They wasn't punishing her for having that little bit of weed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or having a fucking bait pen. So my point with all of that is, um, aside from that, she didn't have no control over the whole situation. Was she supposed to ask to stay? Right. Brittany Griner wasn't on social media when all that was going on. She wasn't even lobbying for her release because we couldn't even talk to or hear from her. Yeah. 
we've seen like two or three videos that have moving her from one cell to another or like a video of her in a court appearance or something like that. But Brittany Griner didn't do nothing. Yeah, it was a, a, above her. But this is a scapegoat, an easy one, you know? You know what I'm saying? To, and like you said, is it racist? Yeah. If she's a white woman, bro, I'm telling you, they could have sold them fucking Louisiana for a white woman and they wouldn't even have gave a fuck. They could have, bro, the whole Louisiana purchase, like, would have gave them back. All of, all of that shit. Everything but California, nigga. For Susie. For a single white woman. <laughs> unimpressive. For an unimpressive white, they would have. <laughs> I would not even a, a, a college uh, uh, or NCAA tournament champion, bro. Like, yeah, it, bro, it ain't Caitlin Clark. Come on now. You like, come on. You cut out a little bit. I'm, a ho- I'm hoping you come back. Nope. We got technical difficulties. My nigga Zay is frozen. Oh, hold on. Are you back? Nope. Damn, that's crazy. I can your voice back now. Now you back. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. You you still your camera's still uh I know I'm probably you, frozen in position too. That's crazy. Yeah, you yeah, you was you was froze ugly too. You was ugly froze. That's crazy. That's wicked. Oh, that's crazy. Oh shit. Screenshot some of them. <laughs> <laughs> Do I gotta rejoin though? I'm um maybe yeah you might you might want to because it's yeah just just jump out and rejoin yeah i'll take this time to uh you know shout out our sponsors me you know what i'm saying and a few people who subscribe to the podcast for that extra little five dollars, you know what I'm saying? You could become one of those people. I'm saying that you too could be a sponsor, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to the FTS podcast. You know, we appreciate you uh, understanding sometimes we had these technical difficulties. You know what I'm saying? We don't own the internet, we just use the internet. You feel what I'm saying? So, uh, hold up, and we back. Back in the show. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but um, I don't even remember exactly what we were saying on my. Oh, that marching to death. Uh, yeah, yeah, basically just. Oh yeah, we were saying that they would have traded the whole country for a single white lady. That's what we said. For sure, for sure, Montana, you yeah. gone. Oh yeah. <laughs> honestly, I think it would be a state that people don't realize is as black as it is. That's why I said Louisiana, because what I was saying is they would trade a whole state full of niggas for one white lady. Oh, Montana's yeah. a pretty white state. I, I just I was just yeah, I just can't think of anybody being there. But yeah, you're probably right. They they yeah, they would jettison the whole state of us first for red blooded Americans. That's what's in Montana's at. Yeah. <laughs> you goddamn right. <laughs> yeah, bro, but point is this motherfucker's garbage, bro. Um and that shit's wild. Not to get too like like I'm not even super religious or anything, but you know, I grew up in the, the church, you got Southern Baptist shit. Like the the whole a man like 
gaining the world but selling his soul i see that a lot on social media bro like motherfuckers just like throw they whole morals and i i hate seeing shit like that bro i ain't gonna lie people do crazy shit for this social media hype bro yeah i don't need to be viral mm. i never need to there's i do this podcast and i would love for this thing to blow up and me to not need to work no more. I can invest my full creative energy and time into this and this just be how I make my living. But what the world thinks about me is never going to make or break me in a way where it'll have me out here acting an ass for some likes or for some clicks, bro. Never. Like, that's dehumanizing. You know what I mean? Like, that's some, that's some real trauma that she went through. Bro, like, she probably still trying to adjust to what life is now. You know what I mean? That's the that part. I'm glad you didn't let me move on because I actually did want to make note of that. You got to think this is a a homosexual mm-hmm. black woman in Russian prison. Why they at war with America? With your home nation, basically. They at war with Ukraine, but they look at it like shit. America helping Ukraine enough to where we might as well be at war with all y'all. Yeah, it, it, it really, to me, it feel like we jumping them. Kind of like we sneaking some hits in. We, we don't want the, we not on the, the one-on-one fade yet. Yeah, we not, we not, we not over there fighting. We not jumping or nothing like that, but we definitely handed you our pistol type shit. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Serial number scratched off. Bro, serial numbers unidentified. <laughs> Talking about, hey, don't get caught with this, my nigga. My <laughs> nigga. Text yourself. <laughs> but yeah, bro, to, to be willing to, to expose that part of a person, first of all, it shows that you don't even see them as a person. He don't even see Brittany Griner as a person. Yeah. She just a she, she just a topic. Mm-hmm. Something you know that, that I can use to get whatever attracted, uh, whatever eyes on my video. Yeah, that shit disgusting to me. <sighs> yeah, you see, you see a lot of it, and to a degree, like I'm, I'm, I, I can tolerate some of it. Like the people who just act ass in Walmart, like I don't like those people, but I'd rather somebody just be doing that. Like, I'd rather you just like spill some shit of milk, you know what I'm saying? But like when it comes to like shit like that, I'm like, all right, bro, where is the boundary? Like, but. But you see, it is all in the same vein. And it's funny that you said that because I'm kind of on the same shit. I don't hate all of it. You know what I'm saying? Some of it is like, uh, whatever, whatever. But then a lot of it, I'm like, yo, like, it wasn't worth, like, this wasn't worth no clicks or no views to be out here. Uh, like, do you see homie who, like, it was a video a while ago where, like, who, like, went up to a homeless dude, was like, oh, you want this food, whatever, whatever, went yeah. and bought it, came back, and then, like, start eating it in front of him instead of giving it to him. Yeah. And then later on, he was like, oh, you know, I was just faking. That was really my homie. It was all staged, whatever, whatever. But I'm like, either way. Yeah. Why would you want that to be your thing? Like, oh, I got, I got famous off of being such a piece of like that's just weird to me and even if you take morality and like ethics out of it it's not sustainable 
Like, what you gonna be the guy who does that shit all the time? Like, eventually niggas are gonna get tired of it. You're not gonna you have to do it to a motherfucker who a little bit too hungry. Yeah, yeah, bro. Start stabbing your ass to death. I do this. Oh, look, I read a lot of shit on this podcast, bro. Crazier <laughs> shit has happened. And then you fucking with somebody who ain't got nothing to lose. That's on the overreaction game. It's getting a one for me. You get stabbed by a homeless nigga for pretending to give him some food. He didn't overreact. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Win, uh, play stupid games. You, you win the super prize. Oh, yeah. Um, do you remember maybe like a, what, it, it was in 2018. It was a while ago. You remember them two black dudes who went into the Starbucks and uh, the manager tried to kick them out? Yeah. And then, like, all kinds of people was like, you know, no, stop. You know, they didn't do anything, whatever, whatever. They were just trying to use the bathroom or whatever it was. And then the police yeah. came and arrested them and embarrassed them, all that other bullshit. Mm-hmm. White Starbucks manager gets $25 million payout after staff blocked black men from bathroom. A white Starbucks manager whose staff refused bathroom access to two black men was awarded $25.6 million after successfully arguing that the company fired her because of her skin color. Bro, these, like, like being white in real life is a cheat code. Like, it's like R2, R1, L1, R2, left, down, right, up. My nigga, like, you... <laughs> Cheatcc.com. Bro, <laughs> I had the book. Get the little book from uh, Game King. Uh, Game King. I mean, Game King. Nah, bro, that is... That is it's crazy. Like, that's the ultimate, like, jujitsu or whatever, like, to be able to take that energy. Yeah, like, you you the one supposed to be on the defense. How, how the fuck she pulled that off? I, I don't know, bro. When I read this, I was like, we can't get off. We can't. They just be fucking with us, bro. Nah, they playing in our face right now, bro. Did <laughs> I've been listening to this other podcast. It's called the Black Guy Who Tips Podcast. They play a game on there called Fucking With Black People. Mm. And they, like, do stories like this and then rate it, like, zero to 100. Like, how fucked with are you, nigga? 100. Oh, yeah. Nah, you I'm ultimate try. fucked with. This it's not just she got paid 25.6 M's, bro. She just got generational wealth off of, off of profiling. Yeah, and as the mm, not a white privilege, bro. I, that trumped any card I've ever seen in the history of humanity. That motherfucker there is strong. We okay. In April 2018, two black men visited a Starbucks in Philadelphia to attend a business meeting. A third person, a white man, had not yet arrived. One of the men, see, I side note. When I heard the story the first time, I didn't know that they was waiting on a white man. Shame on him for being late. Nah, yeah, that's crazy. That I like the I like some uh, narratives that like subvert my expectations. Like the the black people being on time and the one white man. Nah, I like the plot twist. So. And then you get profiled for it, and that's why we show up late. <laughs> nah, fact. white people. If you ever wonder why we let you get there first, it's so the establishment knows that there's white people there, so that we'll be allowed to sit down. Yeah, if we show up by ourselves, my nigga, it's it's gonna be an issue. We ain't got no table. Mm-mm. And somebody getting twenty, what twenty five m's? Point six. Uh, 
One of the men asked if he could use the restroom while they waited for the third to arrive. The staff told him no. The men, Dante Robinson and Rashad Nelson, both 23 at the time, were eventually asked to leave, and an employee later called the police to report them when they did not. The men were arrested. The videos that they encountered with the police spread on social media, resulting in boycotts, threats, and allegations of racism against the coffee company. Excuse me. Kevin R. Johnson, the company CEO at the time, apologized following the incident, calling the situation reprehensible. The store's manager, Shannon Phillips, was fired over the incident, but sued Starbucks, alleging that she had only been terminated because she was white. A federal jury in New Jersey appears to have agreed with her argument, according to the New York Times. The jury found that Starbucks violated a New Jersey law prohibiting racial discrimination and awarded her $600,000 in compensatory damages, along with $25 million in punitive damages. Ms. Phillips' lawyer said she and her client were very pleased with the outcome. The spokesperson for Starbucks told the Independent that the company had no comment to offer in response to the ruling. She claimed in the lawsuit that Starbucks sought to punish white employees in and around Philadelphia, even if they had not been involved in the bathroom incident. Miss, <laughs> this she won. Like as I'm reading this, it's just like if I had not read the headline. I would be like, this is about to be a story about how they laughed her ass out the courtroom. Yeah. Miss Phillips also alleged that one of her superiors, a black woman, told her to suspend a white manager who oversaw other Philadelphia stores, though not the store where the incident took place. The woman allegedly said the suspension was in response to a white manager engaging in discriminatory conduct. But Miss Phillips says she knew for a fact the allegations were not true and that she pushed back against the demand. She also said that the in-store manager at the location where the two black men were arrested was a black man himself. Ms. Phillips says Starbucks took no action against him following the incident. Ms. Phillips says she was fired shortly after, said she was fired after she pushed back on the alleged directive to fire the white managers. Starbucks denied targeting Ms. Phillips due to her race, insisting instead that she was terminated because of her reportedly lackluster response to the Rittenhouse Square incident. Uh, yeah lawyers representing the company argued that a crisis required a leader who could perform and claim that miss phyllis failed in every aspect of that role starbucks eventually settled a lawsuit brought by miss uh mr robinson and mr nelson the settlement with starbucks was confidential she won bro I feel like that story to me sounds like the ultimate microcosm for like America as a whole, America's history. Like just this, uh, uh, and it's not all white people, but like she, she represents the, the elite, the, the, like just stepping on black people who was just minding their business to create some wealth. And you're going to act like you just like, she gonna, she gonna act like she pulled herself from her bootstraps. You know what I'm saying? When that uh, money is getting passed, you know what I'm saying? 110 percent she gonna be like yeah i you know you know how i had to fight for this i had to uh you know not do my job to get this money you know what i'm saying you don't know the sacrifices i had to make bro i had to sacrifice all the fucks i was gonna give for my job to get this money bro the thing that kills me about it is that even within it there's the statement from her 
oh, they told me to fire this manager because of discriminatory behavior. But I knew for a fact she wasn't discriminating against other people. But how you know? Yeah. How you know for a fact? I I, I don't like that either. Because I feel like if I'm not a part of whatever group feels like they're targeted, I can't tell them they're not. You know what I'm saying? I can't tell a white woman somebody didn't say, or any woman. I can't tell a, a woman that uh, something or a situation wasn't rooted in sexism. Yeah, bro. It's like it's not your it's not your wheelhouse. Mm. It's not your struggle. It's not your. You're saying why would you be able to like in depth tell those people what? discrimination entails for them and what they did or did not experience that would just make you a piece of shit what i will say is i know starbucks wish them niggas would have never walked their ass in there that day because if i'm not mistaken starbucks had to pay them a a, a grip too absolutely and that, if it, i'm less mad about it if they got paid more than she did but my whole understanding was that she just walked off with 25 and they gotta fuck you from starbucks basically I'm pretty sure but, Starbucks had to. Pay. I mean, shit. Starbucks did. Starbucks fought back against her. Starbucks didn't want to give her that money. Yeah, that confidential. They, yeah, they, they probably got some. Mm-hmm. So it's looking like they settled with the white manager that got fired and the black manager from the store, or some shit. I don't know, but whatever. Whole point is the fact she got 25 m's for being racist. That's crazy, and it shows you that motherfuckers be racist because a jury gave her that that was a a jury of white people who are on some old these black people are out looking for reasons to start trouble that is uh um that's that feels like what the american dream is like i because i feel like you get indoctrinated on some military shit if you join so like i i've seen what america looks like from like a white person's perspective like the beauty of it and the you know, the the whole, like, oh, you really can just have your dreams come true overnight type shit. So from that point of view, I see what they're talking about, but it's also rooted in the the, the black, you know what I'm saying? And that mm-hmm. they, so I, to a degree, I, I, I understand why it looks like, America looks like what it looks like to them and why they have that perspective. But it's like, nah, bro, this is, she just built wealth on the black, uh, the backs of racism. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. And this is, hey, bro, they got, she got a, she got that motherfucking go straight to go. They could collect 200 more dollars, bro. She got jettisoned into the white supremacy to wealth pipeline, bro. <laughs> this Facts. Facts, bro. She skipped all the steps. Oh, God. Did you, uh, you ever see that movie Smart House on Disney Channel? Hell yeah. That shit was fire. Banger. Me. So... I always think about that whenever I I see all how like how all our houses are so automated now. Yeah, I'm saying even even my shit. I got the I got the ring doorbell camera. I got the the cameras in the house. The security. You know what I'm saying you got your phone. I got the the smart washer and dryer. I got the everything connected to everything. Yeah, but you know the plot of that movie was that the convenience ends up turning against you. Mm-hmm. Amazon shuts down customer smart home for a week after driver claimed he heard a racist slur. (laughs) (laughs) 
Amazon reportedly shut down a customer's smart home after delivery driver claimed he heard a racial slur coming through the doorbell, even though no one was home. Brandon Jackson of Baltimore, Maryland, came home on May 25th to find out he had been locked out of his Amazon Echo, which many devices, including his lights, are connected to. He would oops, he would learn later that Amazon locked him out of his account after delivery driver dropped off a, a package the day before. Jackson, an engineer at Microsoft, said everything seemed fine after the package arrived at his home and had initially thought he was locked out because someone had tried to access my account repeatedly, triggering a lockout, you know, on some regular shit. Yeah. I thought somebody was trying to get in my shit, and that's why I couldn't get in. But none of that was true. A representative directed him to an email he received from an executive that provided a phone number to call. When he was when he called the number, he was told in a somewhat accusatory tone that the driver had reported receiving racist remarks from his doorbell. <laughs> this incident left me with a house full of unresponsive devices, a silent Alexa, and a lot of questions. Jackson, who is black, said most of the neighborhood and its delivery drivers are also African-American. And it would be highly unlikely that we would make such remarks. Finally, when I asked what the alleged... Oh, what time the alleged incident occurred, I realized it was practically impossible for anyone in my house to have made those comments as nobody was home around that time. <coughs> Excuse me. After reviewing the doorbell footage, he learned the device had giving an automatic reply saying, excuse me, can I help you? He also said the video showed the driver had been wearing headphones during the interaction and must have misinterpreted the message. The next day, he was completely locked out of his account and it was rendered unusable during their internal investigation. The Baltimore native claimed to have sent over video evidence to Amazon and didn't hear back for days. When he did, he was told it would take two business days to resolve. It wasn't until six days later that he regained access to his account with no follow-up email to inform me of the resolution, which has led me to question my relationship with Amazon. After nearly a decade of loyalty, okay, wait. You could tell these are the type of niggas that don't say nigger too. In his response, this is a white man's response. After nearly a decade of loyalty, I've been given a harsh reminder that a misunderstanding can lead to such drastic measures. It seems more reasonable to handle such issues in a more compartmentalized way rather than a blanket shutdown of all services. Due to this experience, I'm seriously considering discontinuing my use of Amazon Echo devices and will caution others about this incident. I disagree. It, you disagree? Yeah, I disagree. Because as a nigga who is is a professional coach, which, oh, if I got it, if I got it, like some legal jargon, nigga, yeah, bro, I can cook some shit up. Like I can, I can write some. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, I can be eloquent. So they they might just be them type niggas. Fair. Fair point. So here's my question. What if what if these niggas lying? What if I mean he made a point? He was like, I mean, we black, the drivers are black. He seemed like he was making an argument for why he came on the intercom and was like, appreciate it, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. I didn't even think about it like that. I'm really thinking uh it was some like AI, you know what I'm saying? Like, because that was what actually I saw too. Uh, the UN uh, meeting, they were talking about like implicit bias being like somehow uh, uh, 
translated into like AR and the effects of that. So I'm thinking like it's really racist, like Amazon shit going on, but like just racism is so ingrained in us that it's naturally going to get ingrained into AR. They, uh, that could be a, that could be a, could be a play. Cause if it's Amazon and my, and my doorbell accidentally calls somebody a nigga, I'm wiping that footage. You ain't about to be able to get that on your own. This nigga talked about I reviewed the fit- footage. Amazon like, yeah, as did we. Tell uh, me. <laughs> After further review, yeah. Man, he need one of them Facebook conspiracy niggas to watch the video and be like, look, wait, wait, right there. You see that clip? That's where they edited the video. This is a time lapse, Dave. Yeah, because, you know. So I'm, I'm lightweight confused. So who, who, who stands to gain something? about with this being true in the story i mean honestly bro you remember that episode of boondocks when granddad is talking about that man who worked at walmart who got called nigga yeah yeah i feel like this was that delivery driver trying to have his nigga moment he was like yo they called me nigga i don't want to work no more like he was trying to get a bag, like, yo, I got I gotta go home, bro. I got called. Nigga, Juneteenth is around the corner. I I can't accept it. I don't think that's as far of a Hail Mary, even though it's probably it might work, but it might not. But it's not as far of a Hail Mary as uh the Starbucks lady. So uh you're not gonna hear me say don't throw it, because shit, we've seen crazier shit happen. We have definitely seen crazier shit happen. 110 percent uh let's see let's see let's do one more let's do it's juneteenth bro it is juneteenth so we got to do this one juneteenth to be ignored by majority of americans a majority of Americans will not be celebrating Juneteenth this year, according to a poll, a poll conducted exclusively for Newsweek. President Joe Biden signed in the legislation to make Juneteenth, which falls on July 19th, a federal holiday in 2021. Um, the holiday marks the date, June 19th, 1865, when the last enslaved people in the United States learned of their freedom when Union soldiers brought the news to Galveston, Texas. Juneteenth has is the most Texas thing in the world to me. They was like, free your slaves. And Texas was like, you come tell them. <laughs> Niggas got Another two nigga. <laughs> two years of free labor off of just a delay, relaying the message. Bro, slavery is so crazy to me, bro. And I always think about what it would have been like to be a slave from a more realistic perspective than I think most people do. Cause like, first of all, imagine you not a first generation slave. Your daddy was a slave. Your mama was a slave. Your granny and granddaddy both slaves. Your kids gonna be slaves. That's what you thought. Mm-hmm. And then these white folks come out of nowhere and they like, y'all free. You're not slaves no more. it's got to be such a conflicting feeling in that moment because it's like obviously 
an overwhelming amount of positive emotion is going to be associated with that. You know what I'm saying? Relief, overjoyed, all of this shit, right? But it's got to be a high level of paranoia and fear in two things. Like, first of all, are y'all telling us the truth? Yeah. You use trying to get me killed. And secondly, what I'm going to do now? Yeah. Like, I didn't plan for this. Didn't think you know it was saying? it's really it's kind of like getting fired. Juneteenth was the day that the last slaves got fired from the job they didn't want. The plantation like, layoffs. Damn. Huh? The plantation layoffs, bro. That's crazy. The, the plantation layoffs, bro. Nah, that's insane. Think about it. I, Think about it. It's like having a job you hate. But you wasn't looking for another job. <laughs> you so when your, they you fire you, ain't up yet. You ain't. Damn. I ain't even. I mean, that's I not who hiring. If I ain't that how like the sharecropping shit like really took off though, because it was a bunch of like enslaved people or formerly enslaved people that didn't have any real options or vocation or anything. I mean, niggas knew how to do shit, but. It's like, who you going to plug into? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you free and you know how to farm land, but you don't have any money to buy any land and you don't own any land. Yeah. So it's not that they didn't have no skills. Their skills just only translate to a motherfucker who has resources. Yeah. So it's like all the niggas who own farms around here, they all former slave owners, so it's like you might as well go with the devil you know. Instead of them one that, that's as soon as bro. Yeah, we we have no gaps of serenity for black people as all in the United States at all. Like slavery no. in the KKK. Get right after it's like niggas ain't get a chance to breathe. You know what I'm saying? Bro, if you if you had the nerve to not need to go right back to the motherfucker who used to enslave you, mm. then you was a target off top. Mm. And then the, 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 yeah, 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 that, that, man, shout, shout out to us. That, that, uh, them not celebrating it too. I'm also like, who cares? I feel like this is for like the 13% of the population that it kind of applies to, you know? I mean, but you know what's wild though, bro? Under the tenets of what America's supposed to be, mm. and what these motherfuckers say they believe in, and all this other shit, I kind of disagree with that notion. These motherfuckers should be ecstatic about celebrating Juneteenth. We gotta acknowledge, like, we gotta take a real good look in the mirror to do that, though. Like, we're not ready to do that as a country, and that's wild. That's 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 the problem. I mean, I feel like a lot of us are already aware of that, but. The fact that the fact that white people talk about even kids learning about the history of America in a way that's like supposed to try and make white people feel guilty. Yeah. It's like you only feel guilty because a part of you still doesn't actually fully support the equality of black people and like the equity of all people in your country. Because if you did. You wouldn't feel guilty. You would be proud. Like, yeah. 
black people didn't abolish slavery. White people did. Y'all went to a y'all had a whole ass war with each other about it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like for so all intents we, and purposes, and it's still a bunch of racist motherfuckers who was in charge after that, and it's still like you know, white supremacy still prevails and they slowly take pieces away from it. But if your goal is to make this what you say it's supposed to be, you should be hype about that. Like, yo, this is what we've grown from. This is like the America you see today, just 200 years ago, was nothing like this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That should be something that motherfuckers is hype about. If you white and you on some America fuck yeah shit, Juneteenth come around, you should be on some this is what America is about. You know why they're not gonna do that though, bro? Because like anything related to that shit that's brought to like the mainstream, it's like pulling that thread. It's anything could be that one thread that just pulls the whole thing about. Because like if you anybody who really looks at Juneteenth, then you have to like it's, it's like if you don't know anything about Juneteenth and trying to explain it to somebody, you're gonna have to like go through some dark shit that we're really not trying to. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, the more you learn about that, the more you learn. We never really made up for it to this group of people, you know? And I think that's right. the most, the, the scariest thing. That's why they don't want to pull on that thread like that, because they know we we never really did anything to correct that. Yeah, I feel like if we if we start talking about it, the motherfuckers going to realize we never did nothing about it. Yeah, it's like they're not trying to put uh, uh, lyrics in their songs. They avoid the Rico case. They, yeah, yeah, they know. Hey. <laughs> they try they not trying to they not trying to uh they not trying to young thug themselves get indicted on some shit that they put out there they could just keep it on the hush huh that's what you feel me now and that's why we get out these redacted ass school books that got everything they did <laughs> now nah, these niggas they know what they did they know what they doing that shit crazy bro uh Sis, a black Americans that have long marked one of the, the end of one of the darkest chapters in U.S. history with the joyous celebrations, barbecues, the parades, street festivals. Now it's a federal uh, federal holiday. More places in the U.S. will be hosting celebrations to mark Juneteenth. Also, this is their chance, bro. They've been wanting to have Black History lunch menus and all this other shit or whatever. It's Juneteenth. Juneteenth happens during the summertime. You don't have to be administrative on this white people. You could just show up. Facts. You could just show up to the Juneteenth celebration, bro. Get you a plate. It's gonna be a good vibe too. You know what I'm saying? We we chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now everybody finna tee up. We're going to uh Elmer Thomas. You know what I'm saying? Pull up to your local park with a with a, with a grill. Come, come ready to be looked at, suspect. You might get patted down, and that's that's your own people fault. Because if I see a white boy at a Juneteenth celebration, I definitely got to make sure that he Eminem and not Dylan Roof. Oh, facts. Yeah. Wasn't just, it like just keep it a Billy? Wasn't it like three on Juneteenth or Juneteenth weekend? It was like three mass shootings. I want to say. Um, I only read the headline. I didn't read the um the actual stories. And they didn't sound like uh, mass shootings in the in the way that we typically think about them. They sounded like uh, high uh, casualty, like no, like events with a high saturation and niggas where some uh, negrosity took off. You know what I'm saying? It seemed like a shooting occurred in yeah. a very dense area. Yeah. How do you it how is, do you feel about that? Because I, I I argue with somebody on TikTok about that. Just um the 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 semantics of it because I said mass shooting one time 
And they were like, you know, most of those are like those type of situations where it's some negrosity. And I'm like, to me, it's the, it's the, like, it's a, it's a different, it's a different nuance to it, but like the same result. And that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, there's still a bunch of people got shot at one time. You know, it's a different, it's just, it's a different version of a similar problem. Yeah. Kind of thing. So that's why I kind of get frustrated whenever people bring it up. Like when we're talking about mass shootings as in like, one person going and shooting up strangers mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying versus a community that is void of resources <laughs> in a way that has driven a lot of people to criminality mm-hmm. and now you're in this cycle of basically like poor decisions revenge mm-hmm. uh survival like like these shootings they have different you know i'm saying like they have different causes so i'm all down for addressing both issues because there are both issues and in truth if i had to pick which one is more important to me it's kind of the one that involves with the more black people getting killed but they're just like i said they're just they're just two different things so when i say mass shooting I'm typically talking about the like one person going to shoot up some stranger. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not people using guns to solve the violence in their own community. Yeah, tell me, tell me if I'm wrong. I think the def- the, the the difference between the negrosity and the spree shooters is the the prep time. The spree shooter will take prep time. The nigga that's gonna shoot up a party, he's gonna decide that shit two seconds before he do it. Bro, right now. Mm-hmm. It's a split decision, split decision. I mean, and even if it's not, I'm not saying like it. I mean, like, you know, drive-by shooting, shit like that. Like, sometimes it do be, like, just some reckless shit. Like, but it, it's always, it's personal even when it's uh, dangerous to people who aren't involved. Yeah. So it's kind of like, that's, that's where I'm saying it's a different thing. This is people using firearms to solve personal conflict not people using firearms as a means to inflict the most amount of damage they can personally before they off they so got you got you okay you know but um, it's statistically though they do all get lumped together yeah so like when they say it's this amount of mass shootings they they putting it all together because and, and my whole thing is like i i they get sensationalized a lot and i'm not one of those people that's like they don't happen like i you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a conspiracy theorist on that type of... But I, I yeah. want to say that they don't take up that much, like, percentage of actual shooting deaths and violence. They don't. You know what I mean? And, no, like, they I don't. like, like we only, I feel like we only care about it when it's that. You know what I mean? It's, it's some, some sensationalized shit like that when it happens all the time. That, that That's kind of, like, my standpoint. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. It's not really a... Because uh, they... The solution to one is something that they just not interested in doing. Like to me, the the solution to gun violence in impoverished areas is to like put resources into those areas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the guns are part of the problem, but the thing is you want motherfuckers to like grow up with some if your educational system is vastly behind and 
your opportunities are vastly limited and your resources are vastly limited and all this other stuff. It's kind of difficult to tell you how to process your day to day. Yeah. That's, you know. that's also another reason why, like, even the celebration of Juneteenth really kind of fucks with me just on principle. Cause like it, to me, like celebrating and I'm not, I'm not, it, it might sound like sacrilegious, but like, the the fight isn't over. It feel like we celebrating a little too early. You know what I'm saying? Like that, the, the fight, the slavery fight was over. You know what I mean? Like that one. You know. But it's like we. I'm like I'm like how how hard do we celebrate when we still in the mix of some shit? It's different. It's not as you know what I mean. I agree with you saying. The reason why I think I disagree to a, a small amount or to a to a small degree. Is because what I would, what I do want to see is black people be woven more into what being an American is. Mm. Because for all intents and purposes, bro, and I've been feeling like this, the more, the more I've seen other cultures and the older I get, for all its blemishes and all the things that's fucked up about it, America, the only home I know. Yeah. Like I'm not African. Like it ain't like DNA wise, like you know what I'm saying? I came from whatever, but like I live in a neighborhood with Africans, bro. We're not the same. <laughs> yeah. Like straight up, like our cultures aren't even similar, really. They're completely different culturally than we are. Right. You know what I'm saying? And to try and make myself identify with that as my dominant culture is to me allowing white supremacy to do what it wants to do, which is to like make me other myself. Mm. But my ancestors built this motherfucker, bro. Right. When them motherfuckers landed on this bitch in, in 1619, mm. you know what they had with them? Some slaves. Yeah. We've been here since they've been here. And our journey was different, but nigga, I mean, and and then you talk about the fact that our people's history and lineage was intentionally erased in a way that my family doesn't even have connection with where we came from. Like our entire culture has been built from scratch and it was built here. Mm. So on the United States federal list of holidays, I want Juneteenth. Yeah. Because that's a part of what happened in this motherfucker. That's 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 one of our things. You're know saying I want Black History Month because mm -hmm. this is our motherfucker. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm gonna call out these white folks for everything that they do in this motherfucker. Because what I'm never gonna let them do is take more ownership over America than they allow us to take. Because what you mean by that? I mean, like that's what I feel like they do. Like, like being American is so uh closely associated with whiteness as yeah. though that's the only experience in America. Like, I work with this cat, he's from Chile. My man say nigga more than me. Yeah. He's been here since he was like young, young. Grew up in the hood around niggas, around us. Mm. 
And I got this white manager and she was like, it's funny. Nico thinks he's black. And I'm like, Nico don't think he black. And she's like, what you mean? I'm like, he don't think he black, bro. He acts like that because that's him being American. Yeah. Because that's his experience of how Americans act. Because those are the Americans he grew up around. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he and, and like to and like in her mind, like that's different. Like Nico saying nigga was him trying to assimilate to America, not black people. Cause like our culture is a deep part of American culture. Uh, I, w- I was just talking actually, uh, not to shameless plug, but uh, on the, the episode we filmed today, our podcast on the contract coming soon. But we were talking about like similar thing. Like I think that's the trade off with like the, the like you say the 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 beautiful culture that we built from scratch in these four hundred or however many years you want to count it since we start building it. It's so cool that it, it the the reach is like it's way out of our control. You know what I'm saying? It's not we can't police it because it's 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 like transcended every continent, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. all that and by that time, like like you said, the history's been, you know, whitewashed away. They don't know the the blood on that word. And that's just kinda yeah. like the and it, the gene the, the cat's already out of the bag or whatever you want to call it. Like it's we're not getting it back. I mean it and for and for him. It ain't that he don't know the blood on that word. He like, I was in Chile, bro. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and it's crazy because I get, I 100% black people who like, I, I get it when niggas is like, I don't want nobody who ain't black saying that shit. Mm. Like, I get it. If that's how you want to police the people around you, then that's what you got to do. But at the end of the day, if you, we gonna make this a deep part of our culture for people who feel a part of it, they're gonna feel like saying it is a part of the culture. Like yeah. being able to say, like, I know for a fact that he does that shit on some like I want you to know that I'm familiar shit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm on your team, like it's it's weird. It's weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, it's like the fat Joe shit. He's a proficient user of the N-word. Very. When I first started working, I was like, bro, this motherfucker say nigga more than me. And it used to bother me at first. Like, I used to hate it. Mm-hmm. And, like, the more I got to know Nico, I was like, this my nigga, bro. I, uh, what is it? I, I feel like <clears throat> the intention behind it and Sometimes I like I, I got homeboys that I know that you're not hateful, a hateful person. You know what I'm saying? But I, what what do you think it is about the word nigga? Because we uh, somebody was uh, we were having this conversation, and like out of all the racial slurs that stuck around, and we I don't know if you say we co-opted it or, but we made it ours. I I truly think it's just because it sounds the best. You know what I'm saying? I, I just I think it it's hits, the- it hits easy. It rolls off the tongue. It does, bro. It's just smooth. And it's, uh, it really, it, it's a great for emphasis. Like yeah. this nigga, my nigga. Nigga. Yeah, I don't know. That know, shit's too smooth, bro. I think, I think at the end of the day, what it come down to is like it, it is with anything else. You know how much it is that it bothers you depends on how much you like the person sitting in front of you. Yeah. 
<laughs> Straight up. How much do I fuck with you? Yeah. But uh, we gonna go on this, to the next segment. You know what I'm saying? We ain't gonna ain't gonna spend too much time on here. We got a little bit left. Want to get on through? So uh, you know, I feel like it's enough news that I gotta do involving the LGBTQ community. So I felt like they needed their own segment. And I'm uh, I'm gonna get me a transition for them. I don't know if you've uh if you heard the podcast since I came up with the segment, but this segment is called uh Lettuce Gay Bacon and Tomatoes. That's catchy as hell. Hey, hey, when the shirt's getting printed up. Hey, soon. Coming soon. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> Lettuce gay bacon and tomatoes. Next Pride Month, you gotta have them in circulation. Say less. <laughs> June 2024. Kellogg's faces <laughs> Kellogg's faces boycott calls after mascot poses with Dylan Mulvaney. Kellogg's has become the latest brand to face a boycott campaign after his mascot posed for a photo with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. The transgender TikTok star became the focus of a campaign to boycott Bud Light after it sent her commemorative cans of beer with her face on it to celebrate the one year anniversary since she became, I'm sorry, since she began her gender transition. Since the outrage kicked off in March, other brands that collaborated with or show support for the LGBTQ plus community have come under fire from conservatives and been the subject of calls for people to stop supporting them. Then ranging from retailer Target to to uh, chocolate maker Hershey's to TV networks Fox News, Fox News and Discovery Plus, the campaigns come as the LGBTQ plus community faces increasing scrutiny from lawmakers. But the latest company to face backlash is cereal maker Kellogg's after its Frosted Flakes mascot Tony the Tiger appeared on the red carpet at Broadway's Tony Awards in New York City on Sunday. A video of the tiger creeping up on Mulvaney and giving her a fright appeared on Twitter as anti-trans social media users call for people to boycott Kellogg's. What? Why? Why does the lettuce, gay, bacon, and tomato uh, community make niggas so uncomfortable, bro? Because they gay. I really be because I mean I, I I thought about that, but like I've I've also heard people break it down like that's like low key like like uh, masked homophobia. Too. Do you think really think it is that? Um, I don't know what it is. like it, to it, say it, that they hate gay people because they secretly gay is like masked homophobia. A, a lot of people have said that. Well, I've seen that. Uh, Okay, well, let me be, I, I understand why people say that. So let me be more clear with what I mean exactly when I say that. Mm-hmm. Because they're so uncomfortable with who they may be mm-hmm. that the idea of someone else finding comfort in themselves is unsettling to them. Mm-hmm. So I'm not necessarily saying that these people don't fuck with gay people because they secretly gay, because I don't think that that is necessarily always the thing that they are uncomfortable with. But I do think that it's a 
it's a hatred of that freedom to just express yourself. Ooh. Like I got something, something inside of me that I can't let out, but yeah. you feel like you can, and you're not supposed to. Yeah. Oh. So I'm gonna jump on the like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so if I can't be who I am, then you can't be who you are. Nah, that's yeah. I never thought about it like that because it makes sense if you listen to the rhetoric too, because it's always like, basically just like uh. It's always them complaining about shit that doesn't really affect them, but they just don't like it because it's it, it makes it, yeah, 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 okay. And so, mm. I mean, because it's even like the idea that they're like, oh, you want to expose children to this, and da, 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 da. it's like, yeah, bro, like, I like children should be exposed to the things that are out in the world mm-hmm. at some point, just period. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make sense to pretend like the shit ain't real. It's not going to, like, you think it's going to make kids gay because they hear about gay people. But the only thing it will do is potentially make them more comfortable accepting that they are gay. Yeah. Because they know that this isn't some completely taboo thing that's wrong with them. I seen somebody compare it to. The fact that, like, there's way more left-handed people now than there used to be. Mm. But they don't, like, punish you for being left-handed anymore. Yeah. Like, schools didn't used to teach kids left-handed. Like, if you came to school left-handed, they will force you right. Mm. Which is why so many left-handed people are ambidextrous, because they are naturally left-handed, but they had to learn to use their right hand because no one was going to teach them left-handed. Yeah. When you stop making it taboo to do something, you'd be surprised how many people will come out and be like, yeah, this is my truth. Mm. This is who I am. And I always say, they say there's more gay people now than there was before. They say there's more transgender people now than there was before. But I know so many people who got uncles who we've been knowing. Holiday Heart, that's a hood classic. Holiday Heart, Hood Classic. Come on now. My look. It's a it's a it's an uncle and somebody close to me's family. I'm not trying to be putting nobody family shit out there, or whatever. And they swear that man not gay. They like, oh no, he's not gay. Yeah. He ain't never had a wife. Yeah. The whole ass hairdresser. He be swishing and 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 break he just as effeminate as he want to be and mm-hmm. i'm not saying that to say that all these things equal gay you yeah. know what i'm saying like you can't be a straight man if you have these things going on that man gay yeah he been gay and his family so uncomfortable with him being gay that he gotta walk around them obviously gay as hell pretending he not gay while they pretend they don't know he gay. it's the dumbest shit i ever seen in my life because you know, everybody know. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, it's not. It, I think Chris Rock had a joke. He was like, uh, he was like, like nobody chooses, like, like the kids being gay, you know what I'm saying? Since they was young, like, like they didn't turn gay. They was gay then, you know what I'm saying? You always knew you, when you was playing basketball, they was over there playing hopscotch, or, you know what I'm saying? Jump the rope or something, or whatever. You know? Bro. 
I heard somebody say something and it was the realest shit I ever heard, bro. They said, you hear people when it comes to, to being gay say all the time, you know, being gay isn't a choice. You know, these people didn't choose that life, you know, whatever, whatever. And they were like, so what if it is a choice? Like, it still shouldn't even matter. Like, what if motherfuckers did wake up one day and was like, yeah, I want to be gay. Now. <laughs> like, that mean they shouldn't be able to get married? That mean they shouldn't be able to do like, who give a fuck? Yeah. Like, who? I, I kind of look at it the same way I look at like people who eat mayo on sandwiches. Like, it's just not my speed. But like, why, why I don't have to hate uh, like if, if they had a, just a mayonnaise month, I may be annoyed for a second. But y'all rock out, bro. I'll just you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean, like to me, it ain't that deep. Did you see uh Did you see the uh, the story of the girl who got uh, so it's a transgender girl who got banned from the White House? Nah, what happened? So they was having a Pride Month event at the White House, right? And, uh, you know, they got all kinds of influences there, as as the White House would. Yeah. And, uh, hold on real quick. I'm about to, I'm about to send this to myself so I can pull up the, so I can pull up the video for you. How you get banned from, getting banned from the White House is crazy. Yeah, yeah, got banned from the White House. And this really should have been on rate the overreaction. But I don't think it's an overreaction at all. I'm not even going to lie to you, bro. I actually think this is exactly what people want. They want equality, which I agree with. And this is the type of shit where it's like, you, you act an ass like this. This is the obvious thing that happens. Play stupid games. There's a lot of people out here playing stupid games, bro. A lot, bro. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It is an honor of fans' rights to human rights. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Are we talking at the White House? Little video. Hi, Mr. Conservatives are trying to. Okay, so this, this is this is her statement. Mm-hmm use the video of me topless at the White House to try to call the community groomers, etc. And I would just like to say that, first of all, going topless in Washington, D.C. is legal. And I fully support the movement in freeing the nipple because why is my chest now deemed inappropriate or illegal when I show it off? However, before coming out as trans, it was not. All you're doing is affirming that I am a woman. All you're doing (laughs) is saying that trans women are women because for some reason, people like to sexualize women's bodies and say that they are inappropriate. My trans masculine friends were showing off their top surgery scars and living in joy and I wanted to join them. Conservatives are trying to use the video. Them. Okay. And because it is perfectly within the law in Washington, D.C., I decided to join them and cover my nipples just to play it safe because I wanted to be fully free and myself. 
I had zero intention of trying to be vulgar or be profane in any way. I was simply living in joy, living my truth and existing in my body. Happy. Yeah, I'll tell you what I think about this first. Good. This is what happened when you forget you ain't a white man no more. <laughs> you thought you can still do whatever you want? You a woman now. You gave oh, yeah. that up, shawty. Oh, no. You forgot this the patriarchy. Fuck you talking this about. the patriarchy, baby. You still got some white privilege, but you, <laughs> you don't get to do everything no more. I'm just confused because I'm like, why does she like, yeah, we acknowledging like you have uh, like we, we live in a society and maybe it is legal in D.C. I don't know all the rules. It but, is. But I'm sure at the White House, they probably don't want titties out. All the, you know what I'm saying? It's you a sure? white man move. It's oh. a white man move to try and stand on stand on a principle. No one that you was going to stand on before in a place where, you know, they not going to be feeling that at all. It ain't no way the White House is going to be like, yeah, we want to set a precedent that if you want to pull your titties out here, it's cool because that's legal in D.C. That ain't what we do here, Shawty. Did I, I, Did she allude to it being transphobia or not? I may have missed it. But it, for me, it, it wasn't. Like, any woman. Like, I'm not even going to be a hypocrite. Like, if you just have some titties that society has deemed inappropriate to be shown at the White House, like, like uh, 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 what, cis woman or what is it, trans feminine, Either way, keep your titties where they're supposed to be at, bro. Listen, or you or they gonna they gonna deal with you appropriately. They're gonna deal with you the same way that they deal with everybody else. You come out pulling your titties out at the White House lawn, they firing your ass up. This is all I'm saying. If you're gonna opt in to being a minority, to being a uh marginalized group. Hey man, listen, don't come in here trying to ask us to feel bad for you because we already know the rules. Yeah. It's some shit that niggas, women, other minorities, we already know if we do X, they gonna do Y. Right. It may not be right, but we know it's gonna happen. And we know ain't nobody gonna care about the soapbox we trying to stand on after it's over. Yeah. So I'm not I'm here to support the trans community in the same way that I always have. I'm just trying to let y'all know ahead of time. You, whatever you present as is what you are now. Mm. And they're gonna treat you the same way they treat they don't treat us well. That's what I'm saying. And this is mainly just a white man. Because if you honestly, if you any Anything else and you transition to something else, you probably either equal on the oppression scale or you might have actually moved up a ladder. Like if you a white lady and you transition to a white man. Yeah. If if you don't tell people how you got there, you at the top of the totem pole now, but you yeah. definitely a op. If they find out, they gonna other you again and you back with us. Yeah. So, so she she's hustling backwards, is what you're saying. Listen, I'm just saying she forgot. She forgot she lost some privilege. You, you heard they talking about how like white gay men are like super. They act super privileged because they're still white men, so they still operate in a world with that same privilege. Yeah. I could imagine 
that transitioning to be a white woman would be difficult to kind of realize like shit they are really going to treat me different now i can't imagine what it would be like to live like thinking everything is going to go right for you you know or work out in your favor you got to believe in what you're doing and give that up for nothing bro i ain't gonna lie it ain't no way you could be a white man in america transition to be a woman and that not really be your truth because you know you're giving up a lot right now yeah it's like you you uh yeah, you turned into a difficult. Yeah, just one. Just still, that's a hell of a notch, though. That's a, it's a hell of a notch, bro. And I, and look, this all jokes and everything like that. And the only reason why I'm making jokes about it is because it's not transphobia. Mm. Like what occurred in this instance wasn't transphobia. You could call it misogyny if you wanted to, because I mean, there's a point to like men's nipples aren't considered sexual but women's nipples are but it's like i mean as a man i need i need a bisexual man to get on here and tell me or even a gay man do gay men be do gay men be sucking on each other titties do (laughs) y'all hey no niggas go i ain't go hey niggas i need to Niggas used to clown me because I used to like have girls do that to me, bro. And then one of the homies, I, I was like, I put that nigga on some new music. He came back like a week later. It was like, hey, nigga, you was on some shit. That's that's that shit. I, I think it would have been, I think it would have been transphobic if they didn't do nothing. Like you just, if you just let him, uh, my, ooh, my fault, her just walk around with her titties out and you didn't acknowledge the fact that her titties was out. That's super transphobic, though. It's hey listen, you gonna start beef with the cisgender women for sure, cause they gonna be like, if my titties was out, yeah, y'all would have cut them off in front of everybody at the rose garden. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah, that's yeah, yeah, like you said in the beginning, bro. This is we just playing fair, consistency. I like it actually. Hey, bro, straight like that, my nigga. Let's uh, nah, go ahead. Yeah, no, nah, I think I think that was intent. Yeah, it was intentional. Most Going later, victim. All right, bro. Let's uh, let's do some uh, let's do some overreactions. A sushi chain is suing a teen who licked a soy sauce bottle for nearly half a million dollars. His lawyers argue the teen never meant for the footage to go viral. Teenager who went viral for licking a soy sauce bottle in a conveyor belt sushi restaurant in Japan earlier this year is now being sued for almost a half a million dollars. The incident occurred in a branch of the Akindo Sushiro owned by Food and Life Companies. The teenager and his friend went to the restaurant on January 3rd where the team was filmed licking a bottle of soy sauce and a teacup and touching sushi that passed by on the conveyor belt. Uh, as reported by various media outlets. The restaurant filed a lawsuit against the teenager on March 22nd, alleging it saw a decline in business after the video of the incident went viral. The chain is now seeking 67 million yen, or about $480,000 in damages from the teen, court documents show. The teen, who has not been publicly named, has admitted to and apologized for the incident. His defense team is arguing the teen never meant for the video to go viral. What type of Drake and Josh ass shit is this, bro? 
the sushi on the conveyor belt. Y'all know you seen that episode. I seen that episode, bro, and I didn't even watch the show like that, so I know that was a popular episode. Oh, me. So, look. This actually kind of goes on to what we was talking about, about motherfuckers want to be famous so much they'll do anything. Like, they do stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Like, the people who was, like, taking the bluebell and licking it and putting it back. and For me, with that with that uh, viral shit, like, the the minute you interfere with somebody else's day or they safety or some shit, that's where you cross the line for me. Like the minute you, 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 and I don't even like pranking videos for real. Like the minute you fuck up somebody else's day, cause they probably already going through some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. And that's when you're going to end up getting, yeah, you get real ugly. I mean, I feel like when you fuck with somebody paper or something too, I feel like the reaction or the, the reaction, I feel like the restaurant got a little point here, bro. Like you going viral licking shit and putting it back on the motherfucking conveyor belt, motherfuckers gonna be thinking this shit nasty. It's like yeah. it's like the moment you realize Golden Corral is the grossest place you've ever stepped foot into. Yeah. Uh, like the last time you walk into a Golden Corral and you just see a nigga like lick their fingers and then like grab the mac and cheese spoon uh, and then put it back and you like, you know what? Damn. Golden Crow was probably like a hub for COVID when that shit first hit. Nigga. Oh, yeah, it was probably, yeah, that shit was like a peachy dish. They probably had a little empty, they probably had a little empty, a little empty pan that you just go get a little, little scoop of that COVID air. Just be like, just put that on your plate. Just make sure you get this, 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 they trying to get herd immunity out this bitch. (laughs) That thing is stupid. With the name. (laughs) But, I mean, no, I get yeah, yeah, yeah. My reputation uh ruined uh just off the strength of you doing some dumb shit. Now nah, you got me fucked up too. So what you, and I think that his his excuse was bullshit too. Yeah. He said I didn't mean to go viral. Everybody who posts something on social media means oh. to go viral. Yeah. You want you want eyes on it, bro. That's why it's public. That's why everybody in the world can see it. You did this. So that you could. That's the same energy as them. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, and I, 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 I'm not trying to. Call, I don't know if you've done this because I've done this before. I've been guilty of this. But that's the same energy as that. I'm taking the social media break, post niggas, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Same shit. You, you trying to be? You know what I mean? You like want niggas to, You want niggas to beg you to stay, huh? Yeah, bro. It's no. Same. What's my Facebook timeline gonna be like without you? It's the same shit. Don't sit there and act like you didn't intentionally put that out there to be seen, you know? Yeah, literally. In a way. In a way, you did. So what you think, man? Rate the rate the overreaction. Is there overreaction here? Um, Half a million dollars, you a teenager. You just got hit up. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, you know he ain't got it. And it's, you know he ain't got it. It's dumb. It's dumb as hell. Uh, firing like uh, you, you you won't get any opposition from me, uh, but that uh, oh he a patron he don't work there. Uh, oh ooh, oh okay yeah yeah for sure for sure yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay uh, and when when you said it in yen it sounded way bigger than I thought it was too I was like oh they finna you know what I'm saying he was like what forty seven thousand I was like uh, mm-hmm. I, I would have with my reputation online as a business 
and a business owner, yeah, I'm nah, I'm smacking you over the head. I ain't gonna lie. You give it a zero for overreaction. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a zero. I'm going zero too. This was an overreaction, bro. That Lutica got what he deserved. But I be having so much empathy for these young dumb niggas because I be seeing, I be like, bro, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. But I also know how dumb motherfuckers be at their age, bro. Overwhelmingly dumb. But I was sixteen with a full handler's license at McDonald's. I ain't never licked nothing. You know what I'm saying? I was sixteen. I <laughs> In uh, <laughs> restaurants, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I knew how to mind my business at 15, 16 and not and not call no shit like that. So you get what you get. I feel like this next story gonna get a I feel like it's gonna get slightly more than a zero. Mayhem and debauchery. Seven eleven clerks attacked for not selling Texas minor cigar. Five people arrested. <laughs> Authorities in Mesquite, Texas, have arrested five suspects involved with the assault of two 7-Eleven employees. The vicious attack occurred on June 3rd after workers refused to sell a cigar to a minor. Mesquite officials, uh, uh, sorry, Mesquite officials arrested two adults, three minor suspects that were reportedly caught on camera punching and attacking employees at a 7-Eleven on Faith and P. Lucas Boulevard. All I'm going to say is this. I don't know where that is, but when they note the street in the report, it's because people from that area are gonna know. Oh, yeah. they was in the hood. Yeah, that's that's my opinion. But investigators identified the two adult assailants as 19 year old. Uh, uh, all right, oh, that's Aaliyah. Okay, Aaliyah spelled A. H L I Y A H. Aaliyah Turner, okay. Kiara Beal, uh, 19 and 21 from Garland in Dallas. Turner was charged with warrants from another agency, while Beal was charged with assault causing bodily injury. All three minor perpetrators were charged with two counts of assault, criminal mischief, and theft. Their names are being disclosed because of their age. The brutal June 3rd attack was recorded on video by a bystander after one 7-Eleven employee refused to sell a cigar to an underage girl. The unidentified subjects hyped up at least eight of her friends to jump the store clerks. The chaotic video captured suspects hurling store items at one of the clerks. At one point, one mob member, one mob member allegedly jumped over the counter and attacked the defenseless employees as other people from the violent crew continued to throw items at the clerk. Police said that when the 7-Eleven employee tried to intervene, that person was also assaulted by the angry group. Both employees who looked fairly young suffered minor facial injuries and busted lips as the summer begins. Representatives from the Mesquite Police Department are urging parents to keep a watchful eye on their children. <laughs> Am I sexist for assuming this is just a group of dudes? Of, of assuming what? It was a cruise. I just thought it was some dudes trying to get a blackout. And, you know what I'm saying? But no, nah, shout out to yeah, shout out to the women empowerment movement, man. I like evil criminality. I also thought that this was about to be. I thought these were men. Thought mm-hmm. these were niggas trying to get. I thought they was trying to get a swisher. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Thought they was trying to go get a little little Rello. I was thinking dollar black and mild, you know what I'm saying? A little plastic tip original. 
because of the violence? Because you think of like a smoker wouldn't have wouldn't have been like, you're not gonna give us a stick, we're gonna jump you. Yeah, I don't nah, nah. That was definitely a black and mild. That to me, that gave off black and mild energy. So you go to buy your black and mild, they tell you no. Crime mob must have been playing. There's no other no other logical explanation for going that crazy over something like this. It must have been some crime mob involved. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to like the whole time you explain the story, I was trying to like rationally put together. Cause you know, like we only know what's in the details. So I'm like I'm trying to fill in the blanks. So, okay, what must have happened? Nah, nothing to me warrants that type of reaction. It's 80. Listen, Listen bro. The fight started because the clerk wouldn't sell a minor a cigar. They had two adults. Damn. <laughs> nah, that was just uh. Makes this sense. all could have been solved. That don't make sense. No type of way you explain it, bro. Oh man. Listen, you can't make some of this stuff up, bro. So what you think, man? Scale of one to ten? Yeah, that's a thirteen, bro. That's that's crazy. Okay, wait. Eight people jumped two Seven Eleven store clerks over a cigar. Yeah, and you get out of thirteen. Yeah, a hundred and fifty niggas. Jump a man over stealing some broccoli, and you gave that an eight. <laughs> I knew you was gonna bring that shit up again. <laughs> I'm just saying the medication didn't change you, bro. I knew you. Was yes. gonna I stand on the principle, bro. If he knew what the consequences was, <laughs> you say the store clerks was just doing their job. Doing he was a criminal. No, nah, I can't do it. Yeah, you're doing your job, bro. You're not supposed to sell the miners. No, nah, I can't. <laughs> I knew you, you had a solid nine, nine, bro. Man. I knew it. I'm going to give it a solid nine because you're right. They was bugging, but yeah, definitely no. Nah, uh, yeah, I can't I can't think of a rational explanation behind that one. I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah, it ain't one. That's why. There's one thing I want to do before we get out of here, man. I got to talk about some uh, talk about some nigga shit with you, man. Say less. Got to do better. Got to do better, baby. Oh, did you see what happened with YK Osiris and Sukiyama? Yeah, I saw one video. So, um, for those of you who listen to the FTS podcast who uh, don't regularly uh, delve in all things Negro, <laughs> Wyco Osiris is a uh, R&B singer. I guess you could. I was going to say star, but I wouldn't say star. He had a, he had one banger. The remix was a uh, Remix, remix was hard. I will give you the word. <laughs> I think he's he's an internet punching bag now. As late, yeah. Um, young cat though, which I do think is relevant. I think it's relevant to the story how young he is. He's he's super fucking young. Like he's like twenty two or some shit like that. Let me see. I gotta look. I gotta look it up real quick. 
is she's 24. Yeah. So he's not like a kid, but he's still he's still pretty young. Yeah. Uh they were doing like a little it's not a celebrity basketball game. It's a I don't know if you ever watched them crew league games. It's basically uh, like rappers and they little crew, you know what I'm saying? They play little five on fives or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh I said I think it's three on three, but whatever. And they had some celebrity judges, and uh, she was one of them. They had a uh, funny Marco Duval was up there, she was up there, and uh I think somebody else was. And there's a point, excuse me, where uh YK comes up and he like basically like forces a kiss on it. Yeah. Um, and you could tell she ain't really fucking with it and she's kind of pulling away. And then he like stops and he like comes back and he does it again. And then, you know, like he he walks off, but you could tell she's she's not fucking with it the whole time. She's yeah. like, get off me, basically. Yeah, that's a big um, Yeah, big no no. Uh matter of fact, hold on. Because I want to read her, uh, what you call it? Okay, yeah. I'll just read. I'll just read the article because it explains it better than I did. Uh, YK Osiris believed he had the right to grab Sukiana and plan an unwanted kiss on her lips, and for that, the internet is letting him have it. The whole thing went down over the weekend at the Crew League event at ATL. Suki sitting at the host table when Osiris comes up behind her and starts to rub her bare shoulders. She appears uncomfortable, but then YK ramps it up, grabbing her face and attempting to kiss her. She successfully avoids the first attempt, but then he does it again as she yells out, this time planting one directly on her lips. After the incident, he uh, seemingly, YK seemingly oblivious to how awkward the whole thing looked, laughs it off, apparently thinking what he did was funny. Suki appears stunned as YK walked away, but later tweeted, uh, I drink to hide that I'm very sensitive. I feel things more than the average person. I stopped drinking yesterday, but today I've been crying all day. I asked God to strengthen me and use me to help others in order to and, and to order my steps in his word. I just want to go away for a while. Sources familiar with what went down tell us Suki doesn't even know YK and that they don't have any sort of relationship. We're, to, we're told Suki didn't want to make a big scene when it happened and tried to stay professional, but the whole thing was disturbing to her. Um, she also said, um, okay. Yeah, that was, so since then, since then he's apologized. I just want to go through all of it. And then we talk about it. Since then he has apologized. He said, uh, uh, he said, uh, apologize to my family and supporters. I keep letting y'all down. I just want to be a better person and focus on my purpose. Uh, then he says, uh, don't worry. I got a gift for y'all since I've been bullshitting these last few years. I lost everything, my mind, my family, my love for music. I just need help for real. These were like uh, all the things that he posted right after it happened. Then he actually apologized. Mm-hmm. I want to publicly offer my sincerest apology to Sukiana. Uh, in an attempt to be playful, I misread the moment and violated Sukiana's boundaries. I understand the importance of consent, and I am embarrassed by my ability. And I have made I have the and it was never my intention to disrespect her. Uh, 
she then accepted his apology saying uh i just want to say thank you to everyone who has reached out your thoughtfulness has not gone unnoticed i would like to address the event that took place on saturday as well as the aftermath at the aftermath surrounding such First, I want to acknowledge that YK Osiris has apologized to me both privately and publicly, and I have chosen to accept his apology. God always forgives me, and I can always forgive others. My accept, uh, my accepting his apology is not my excusing or lessening the severity of his actions. This is destiny choosing to give grace to Osiris. He is young. It is my prayer that this experience will cause him and others to be more mindful and respect the personal boundaries of others. I am a human, a woman, a mother, and a daughter before I <clears throat> before I am an entertainer. No matter what my lyrics express, I still have boundaries and a right to have them. Again, I have accepted his apology, and I am working towards getting back to my life. I am giving YK grace and forgiveness that I wanted to be given to me as I was discovering and defining myself on this very public and sometimes unforgiving entertainment platform. Thank you again. I deeply appreciate your support. Yeah, I think it's a, uh, I can't hear you. You hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. I was just saying off top, uh, what you, what you think about the whole situation? What's your, what's your thoughts? Um, I think it's a combination of things. Like you said, it could be his, I mean, I think age is definitely a, a factor that plays into it, but I also think it's a, I mean, she addressed it. Um, I feel like people, people take women that like affirm their own sexuality as like the green light to just treat them any kind of way and like, you know, step on their boundaries and cross them just because this is whatever their public persona is. And, you know, obviously that's not the right thing to do. And, you know, he came and stepped on the boundary and then did it again. Cause you said he, he was told like pushed away or whatever and then went back. Yeah. I, th- I think that has a lot to do with it. You know what I mean? I, um, I agree. Uh, I, I think it's a lot of, it's a lot of things at play. Like you said, it is a part of it is you like he's your, I'm saying, and to be could be direct, we don't do a good job of teaching young men anything regarding consent, to be honest, like where boundaries are and how to effectively respect those boundaries of other people and what that looks like. And for that reason, I think sometimes it, it feels like we're giving excuses when it's like young men who de- do things like this. But I just think that being 33 and realizing that I had to learn a lot of these lessons on trial and error mm-hmm. by watching my homies do shit that was that was wild, fucked up, by doing shit that was wild, inappropriate, Sam, by mm-hmm. like just kind of looking back at your own moments and being like, uh, like nigga, that's not the it's not the move, bro. Based on based on my own, like, you know, what I mean, those those where I was like, ooh, like I, I give grace up until the point where they tell you, all right, that's not cool. That's where I stopped. Like, like any point where I was like, okay, this is I was told like this is not the move. Then fact that you keep going. Now I'm like, okay, now you but it, and it's not even just with that, like anything, like on principle, if somebody tells you something that bothers them and you continue to do it, like that that shows a lack of respect. You know, exactly. So, yeah, no, exactly. And you you brought up a good point too, where it's like it's because of who she is. It's because of 
what she gives off that I think it's two things. Number one, for people with malicious intent, they know that those people will be the ones that aren't protected. Yeah, no, yeah nobody's going to believe them. They're not going to believe them or they're not going to care. Mm-hmm. They'll smooth hit them with a, you brought this on yourself. Yeah. Why were you, yeah. oh yeah, the, the victim blaming, why were you wearing such and such? And yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's a, it's a video of Suki suck a dick on Twitter right now. And you talking about, I can't kiss you at a basketball game, but yeah. like one don't got to do with the other. Yeah. Like a woman can whole ass be on some, like I be having gang bangs every Friday shit. That don't mean on Saturday you could just walk up and grab her ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter what she do when she gives her consent. She still has the right to have that consent. And I think that's why it's sad when you read Suki's original statement because it just goes to show that for her, it's almost something that she's come to accept. Bro, I'm I'm sure you've done this because it made me really empathetic when I was like a young man trying to grow and, you know, become a better man. I actually had a conversation with my homegirls, like just trying to like see what it's like, you know what I'm saying? Because I only know like romance from one side. And like amount of my like close friends that will tell me stories just like that and just shake it off. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, bro, the the fact that we live in a society like that is, yeah, bro, it fucks with me. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, because I think it's a part of us that would just like to see that not be, you know, the way it is. I've seen a lot of people who were, who are like downplaying or like, uh, who took issue with like Duval and Funny Marco, like the people who are around who watched that shit go down and didn't like intervene. I will say this on their behalf. I think a lot of times, When you see somebody who I'm not even going to say you care about necessarily, but even just I'll just be more direct. When I see a man younger than me doing some shit that's like not the move. If I don't feel like anyone is in danger from his behavior in that moment, it's unlikely that I'm going to take that moment right then to correct the behavior. I'm probably going to pull him aside later on and be on some like, hey, that shit wasn't cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, with that being said, I can understand somebody giving an argument. You know, if you Suki, how safe do you feel in that moment? Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't necessarily think that you will be wrong for taking that position. I don't think that me saying that to say that the perfect way to handle this is the way I would handle it. You're saying that Duval and them, they did perfect. They should have just let it play out and then addressed it later. I'm not necessarily saying that's what it is, but I am saying that in a moment like that, shit happens so fast that it's like you, you watching the whole thing going you watching him walk up to her and rub her shoulders and she's kind of like uncomfortable but that in and of itself because they're entertainers and it's on an entertainment stage it to me takes a moment it's almost like here we go it's like the chris rock slap i knew you was going there oh yeah 
it's a moment before it even clicks to you what's actually happening in front of you isn't mm-hmm. scripted or mm-hmm. isn't a part of the show. Yeah. Because what he did essentially was take the entertainment too far thinking it would be funny. And it was based on who she is and the kind of music she makes and everything like that. And not to make excuses for anyone involved, the the fact that they all know that they are in an entertainment capacity, I do think does kind of lend everybody to kind of like waiting to see like how this is going to play. Because the difference between assault and some fun is the way the recipient takes it. Yeah. If Suki doesn't feel like her boundaries are crossed in that moment and he took a gamble and he guessed right, it is just funny. The amount you, of you know what I'm saying? Men. Like if he comes up behind her, so that's why I say, like at first, when he's like rubbing her shoulders and she's like, you know, get off me, like she's like, you know, whatever, whatever, or she's like looking uncomfortable. I I wouldn't know in the moment, is this like her being like, uh, get off, like, is is this is yeah. this entertainment or is she really uncomfortable? You feel what I'm saying? By the time he tries to kiss her the first time and you see him like push her off at that point to me, I may have like been like, if he doesn't come back, I don't even think that it's a thing. You know what I'm saying? No. Oh, you you broke up. My bad. Okay. Uh, Yes, you back. Yeah, I was just saying grace up until the point where the and then that's okay once you get an explicit something you know what i mean that that should let you know like like what type of time it is exactly so when he gets to that second go back to yeah. me that's when like the aaa you tripping would even come up but even that it goes so fast and then he like runs off laughing or whatever and like now at that point your chance to intervene is over yeah and that's kind of where I give them a small pass. It's not that I feel like they were right to not say anything, but it wasn't even minutes of inappropriate behavior for them to stop. It's like a 20 second span, 13 of which of those seconds, 14 of which of them seconds, it still kind of seemed like this could be cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like this, go ahead. Oh, my fault. Oh, I even cut you off. I just remind this situation reminds me of like this book I was reading about like the disbursement of responsibility, where like uh, you're you're more likely to get help like if you're getting assaulted or something. If there's one person as opposed to a group of people, because everybody's yeah. going like, okay, you well, why aren't you doing nothing? You know, like, well, it must be cool if you know what I'm saying. We all here. I think yeah. that has something to do with it too. No, that's one. I agree 110. percent It is kind of like. You're watching everyone not do nothing. So it's like, and especially just to like jump in and do it. And I feel like that's kind of my issue with the way that social media responds to things is that everyone responds as though they are just perfect. Mm -hmm. Like if I was in that situation, I would have immediately seen wrong and I would have stood up and protected that woman. Yeah. And it's like, would you have though? And not because you're not a good person, not because you don't care about a woman's right to not have her boundaries crossed or anything like that. But in that moment, would your mind have moved fast enough for you to do what you think you would have done? Yeah, because you got to decipher that nobody's playing. This is a real thing. And then figure out a course of action in in, with two, three seconds. You got to do it right now. And it's it's just and and that's kind of why I even like 
I love her response to the whole thing. Like, I loved her response to his apology. She's like, look, did he cross my boundaries? Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not making excuses for what he did or saying that what he did wasn't wrong. It was wrong. But he apologized to me in public. He apologized to me in private. And in the same way that I know I fucked up and I would like people to accept my apologies when I give them, I'm choosing to accept that apology. Yeah, that's the energy that I would like to see prevail more on social media because motherfuckers is gonna fuck up, bro. That don't get you clicks though, bro. That don't you know what I'm saying that you ain't you, know, you talking about? No, we need hot takes and judgment, bro. <laughs> Straight up though, that's that's the vibe people be on, bro. They be on that. They get addicted to that, in my opinion. They get addicted to to being on the on the righteous side or something like that because it makes them feel just that. It makes them feel like, yeah, look how good I am because of how bad I see this person is. Yeah. And uh, for me, I just see a lot of times in these situations, man, I just see people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As imperfect as they are, That's navigating it. through... You know what I'm saying? Whatever, bro. Like learning that it, it's it's it is disingenuous to say that learning how to respect other people's boundaries is not a part of growing up, period. Man, woman are indifferent. Learning how to respect people's boundaries is a part of growing up. Learning how to identify people's boundaries is a part of growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like, learning how to see when you are the one crossing a boundary is a part of growing up, bro. And and we've all clumsily navigated that line. Yeah. And for those of us who are old enough to where we didn't have to live that portion of our life online, we just lucky, bro. Nah, the factual. And I, I, if nobody else will say it, I'll, I'll be the one to say it. For me, at least, navigating uh, uh, like my sexual interaction—it's a whole lot of like nonverbal shit. Like it's all like for me as a person who doesn't get uh, like I'm not really good on body language. So like women, like for me, I'm at the point now where I'm like women like have to be explicit with me. I'm just not gonna get it. So I can empathize with somebody who just doesn't understand that because even me i still don't i just don't gamble like i'm not gonna be the one to gamble like that i'm just you gonna have to throw it at me or ain't nothing yeah you know what I'm but like that that comes from you know okay well okay i've learned where boundaries are boom boom boom. you know what i'm saying like clumsily like you said yeah, straight up bro but yeah bro no it's, it's, a, it's a that that yeah it's a lot of the non-verbal cues i might be autistic but nigga, that should be hard bro i ain't gonna lie Bro, listen, it's a it's a whole sequence that I want to do uh, on a later episode or whatever. And I kind of peep you to it because I had seen the story about the first man diagnosed with autism just died. He got diagnosed in like 1971 or some shit like that or whatever. But like it just I kind of went in line with something that I had been saying that like when I was growing up, I didn't know nobody who was like diagnosed as autistic. Like that wasn't common. Yeah. And like now I have a lot of friends who have kids that are diagnosed as autistic because it's something that they look for now. Mm. Nigga just seen an article. That nigga Tony Snell just got diagnosed as autistic. That motherfucker like 33 years old. Chris Rock did like two, three years ago, I think. 
Yeah, his isn't his isn't autism, but it's like a it's like a fuck, exactly. I forgot what it was. It's real similar to it though, and it's because it's got something to do with not being able to read facial cues and like something like that or whatever. But he called it something else. Yeah, so I can I can like I can definitely empathize with that just because that that is confusing in and of itself. And then you throw you know what I mean? yeah, but again, yeah. what he did, but like. I can empathize with just how confusing navigating the nonverbal part of. I think the, my, I think the the concise way to say what I'm trying to say, you know what I'm saying, is I'm not excusing what YK, uh, I'm not excusing what YK Osiris did. What I'm saying is that if we not honest enough with ourselves to be able to identify what led him to that position, instead of just trying to cast it as he did it because he's a shit person then you're never going to be able to provide the guidance necessary for like other young men or like other people who experience things like that to really know how to avoid situations like that. Because you basically saying this is a product of him. This is a defect in his character. He did this because he's not shit instead of he did that because he didn't necessarily understand all the factors that made that inappropriate. I think, you know, it's very, for me, at least, uh, it's it's scary to to admit, like, um, I could I could see why it's like taboo to talk about the subject because it's scary to admit that you don't know. You know what I mean? Like, because I feel like yeah. this is something where everybody is supposed to be like, you should know what is appropriate at all times. So, like, yeah, yeah, I, I could just see why it's it's a, a touchy subject to you know what I mean? Because as soon as yeah. you, know, I don't know if that's appropriate or not, people are gonna look at you like. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that being willing to say I don't know is a powerful thing, man. Mm. And I I'll say that in, in all aspects of life, it'll save you a lot of a lot of heartache admitting that you ain't gotta know it all. But on that note, bro, I think shit, we done we done put in work on this motherfucker. So you know what I'm saying? We can oh, before we go. When you gotta put them on, bro. What you went to the you you did the you did the United Nations uh some virtually shout out to all, shout out to everybody who signed the petition man we made it nigga we made it shout out to everybody who signed the petition you know what I'm saying niggas niggas showed up showed up on a virtual tip I know I my nigga was watching that whole shit y'all bro I'm getting niggas hit me with play by play oh, so me. I'm like, hey yo check this <laughs> oh me so yeah. uh, what's what's some highlights from that thing man. Um, so I, I attended the first three days. Uh, well, first of all, it's the, the United Nations second forum, a permanent forum for people of African descent. It was basically just from what I saw, uh, uh, black people from all across the globe just coming together and, you know, figuring out um, basically like sharing how uh, white supremacy has affected them in their like uh, country. So uh, like I learned there were way more black people in South America than I had ever, you know, previously thought because they had a whole lot of representation and, you know, the Caribbean and all that. But um, to sum it up, the first day was about reparatory justice and that was the that was the whole reason I went to talk. Or I wanted to <laughs> He said, so, that was my day. <laughs> but I, I stayed for the other uh, uh, three out of the four days. But, um, yeah, so uh, I want to say Canada uh Canada mentioned that they um they're already in the process of like a, a multi-billion dollar like class action lawsuit on behalf of like black Canadians uh in like 
uh, to Canada, you know what I'm saying? Like to just basically repertory justice. So basically like they, they to me, it sounded like they already had a curve. Um, a professor from Howard University, Justin Hansford, uh, he was there and he solicited. I can I can give you the info and everything, his email and all that stuff. But he solicited uh, legal counsel, but not from like lawyers only. He was like anybody who like just really wants to help the black community. You know, we're trying to basically like just doing the the petition, but on a, a grander scale because they have you know all of Howard's resources and all that. So. For me, I'm really trying to like either throw the oop to one of these people and get in contact with them at this point, or you know what I'm saying. But um, as far as the repertory justice part goes, that that's the most that was what I was most happy about. Like, okay, somebody else is on it. You know what I mean? Howard Howard University. If, if nobody else is there, then you know what I mean. Like, they they run it up the chain of command. But yeah. it was beautiful, bro. <laughs> Tuesday was Pan Africanism. Uh, Wednesday what was Wednesday. I can't remember Wednesday, but yeah, it was dope. Was there a, was there anything, oh, excuse me. was there anything in particular that like surprised you? Um, yeah, I, I felt, oh, uh, fun fact, this is the decade of like, uh, internationally, the United Nations declared this the decade of, uh, Af people of African descent, 2015 to 2024. Uh, and there was a resolution to extend that for two decades. So, you know, shout out, shout out to them. Uh, that surprised me. Like, I had no idea. You know what I mean? But I just, I was surprised. At, like, I, I just expected to see more black representation there. You know what I'm saying? Like, like from a, because it was in America, I expected more than just Howard University to be there. You know what I mean? That that kind of surprised me a little bit. But I, I think that, um, I think a part of that stems from the fact that as black people in America, I feel like so much of us have become resolved to the fact that America has no intention of ever like repaying this debt for that. Yeah. So it's like people don't, they don't believe they can make that happen. But to me, that's a losing proposition. Yeah. Like if you're going, if you're going to come into it saying, oh, they'll never give it to us. So we're not going to try. I mean, yeah. You'll never be able to see nothing, bro. And and if nothing else, as far as a bargaining chip politically, if I'm coming into anything asking for something from black people until I get reparations, every time my response is going to be, I mean, we ain't even got no reparations for slavery. It's the least you could do. Facts. Facts. The least you could do. I, and I, I, I want to be like... um. Like, even if it don't happen, because I know this is like a really crazy idea. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a long yeah. shot. But I want to at least be able to say, like, if I'm talking to my grandkids, you know what I'm saying, 50 years from now, like, and the situation is still fucked up for black people. I want to say, grand, grand, people, people, we did, we did, you know what I'm saying? I want to be able to And we, you know, you know. Hold on. You started echoing a little bit. Uh, at the end of that, what'd you say? Uh, like just in the future, when if it doesn't work out, and you know, black people are in this position or worse, I want to at least be able to say, Well, we were trying to do something, you know what I mean? Like, oh, God. people that was even if it don't work, I mean, and it's value in seeing where some of these, these systems end and like 
how some of these things play out. And you know what I'm saying? I I think that being engaged in the process of something that you say you give a fuck about is a big deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To say like, oh yeah, like this is a big deal. Black people need reparations. Like, yeah, it's cool to say black people need reparations, but in a in a moment where they really talking about that on a global stage, are you are you present in that? Are you do you know about that? Do you care about that? So having somebody who's been to something like that is beneficial, even if it's only for the ability to be able to connect a dot to somebody else yeah. who's saying, you know, oh man, I was thinking about this, that, and the third, but I don't even know, you know, where that is, you know what I'm saying? Or how I would start with that. And it's like, oh man, you know, they got people who work and stuff like that, who you can contact, who will put you in touch with these resources or whatever. Like it makes you more of an asset to your community to be more informed about how those things actually play out globally. So it's not a small thing, you know what I'm saying, that you did it even just in the sense of the, the information that it gives you now to like, move forward with it for me it, it i appreciate that too because uh sometimes like especially with this idea like i had just like like I, i'm like my like crazy like is this some like delusions or like some grandeur because this is like to me it was like a really big idea but I, I just wish like because on one hand we're like okay it was a whole bunch about black unity globally and everything but it's so um like, like you, you had to like jump through some hoops to get through that. Like, had I not been a veteran and you know had you know the clearance and everything that way, I wouldn't have gotten that room. And I'm like, if we really care about, you know, what I'm saying, like, why, why can't we all, like, why, why do we have to find somebody to funnel this information back to the community when we can just broadcast? See, I didn't even, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that part. I didn't know you had to get like a certain level of clearance and all of that to get the like. That's, that's I mean, like a literal barrier that niggas don't realize. For me, so like the clearance thing was just like, uh, like, had I not been associated with because the United States Air Force, I wouldn't have made it. Not a clearance probably didn't have much to do with it. It's not necessarily the clearance, but it's like you got to have something attached to you. Yeah, I couldn't just go. I couldn't go dolo. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't say it was just me trying to like peep and see what was, you know, like I went even though I was trying to see what y'all niggas on. Yeah, but like it really should be that because it's something that affects all of us. You know, you have heard that because all the stories are the same. It doesn't matter what the dialect is, what the the country it is, like the 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 way white supremacy to me it seems and how they explain it has played out. It's damn near copy and paste. You know what I'm saying? Just on different parts of the world. You know, they do it in a different spot. I feel that, bro. <laughs> oh shit, my nigga. I'm glad you went to that shit, man. Straight up, bro. Oh, that yeah. shit, dope, hey, man. It's just good information. Now, the next one in Brazil, we got to pop out. You said the next one in Brazil? That's what they was talking I mean, about. Shit. I don't know yet. They're gonna be looking up, they're gonna be looking up my information. They're gonna be like, don't let that nigga in. I'll go to Brazil though. <laughs> that's another thing too. Hopefully we can actually well, I, I'm I'm gonna start like a uh uh because I'm not in the Air Force no more, so I probably can't get in with them starting up. The, oh damn. Like I don't I don't know how to start a nonprofit, but that that'll probably be the only way I get to go next time if we Hey bro. White folks really be scamming off the white off the nonprofit. Hey man, nonprofit going, we could get get paid. Come on, man. <laughs> hey, somebody gonna get reparations. I don't know if it's gonna be all of us, but <laughs> listen, you know what I'm saying? I might go Black Lives Matter Global Network on your ass and buy a house. <laughs> Shout out Joe Osteen. Nah, y'all got the hey Joe Osteen is yeah. No, nah, that's not even a nonprofit shit, but 
Shout out to it's him. A church. I think church is considered nonprofits. Yeah, shout out to him for uh, hoarding the law, uh, the Lord's money, and not letting nobody uh, sleep in there during a hurricane. Hey, bro. So he said you can't be messing up these. Uh, he said, said this fifty thousand dollar alpaca. Yeah. I'll step it on right now. Watch that. Uh, nah, it was all right, man. You got me on the show again, broski. Much love. You already know it, man. You know any any fucking time, man. I appreciate that shit, man. Y'all already know what to do, man. If you ain't already done it, make sure you go leave a review. Tell somebody about the podcast. Click the link. Do the shit. We'll see y'all, motherfuckers, next time. Peace. Yeah, double up the respect. Came through the wire, fresh out the fire. My mic check. Leaning and rocking, feel it yourself. It's high tech. Moving pieces all on the board. My nigga trying to see. Billion. Mm. My gift to gab on us. Escape trials and tribulations. Fighting your honor. Shark in the water, grabbing for paper like I'm Nirvana. Code of honor that I follow, my nigga, is worth. Billion. Huh. Homie, fuck your greasy granny them. He been slapping shit so long, they gotta come and Grammy him. He so fly, he walk on stars, solar systems carry him. Bank account status when they marry him. Billion. Uh, make sure you say it two times. Dre, Dre, nigga. Make sure you say it two times. <laughs> Trying to see the salad with the croutons. Laying the foes down like futons for the... Billion. Yeah, man, you not tuning in. There. Fuck this shit podcast. And billions 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 and